You are now about to experience a chilling podcast. With the Exile Bros! Oh yeah! What is going on, you guys? It is that dude Nate here taking over Blaze's podcast. I am Nate Wise, the blue clown of the Exile Bros. I am joined here today by my brother, Matt. What's going on, everyone? Dat Dude Matt here with another podcast. This is the Pink Clown. That's right, you guys. And just like at Fright Fest, we are picking up Blaze's slack yet again and taking over his podcast this week. Uh, which brings me to our next point of interest is our special guest this week. We got the man, the legend, the big man who comes down in your chimney. Not during Christmas. You got that dude, Blaze. What's going on, Blaze? What's going on, guys? Dude, <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty nice because we actually, if you can't hear this quality audio coming from all three of us, it looks like we all upgraded our, our microphones and systems here. We're actually coming in super clear. And for the first time, we're actually we're all on video call, too. So I can actually see who's talking, which is really nice because yeah. usually we just kind of go into a blind and just kind of spitball it. But uh, it's been pretty successful so far. So I know, I know. Nice. raising my hand. Yes. <laughs> if you want to make a point, that way we don't have to talk over each other. It's so smooth. <laughs> so smooth. It's so, so like it's it's, you know, like progress from like episode one to like now you're like oh dude yeah. like look at dude i'm like so <laughs> jealous of your guys's headsets right now <laughs> like, yeah we're talking matt and i look like we're like telemarketers right now we're sitting here on our headsets ah uh, yes the uh, business meeting is at 4 p.m go ahead and tell uh sharon uh to meet me at the water cooler i have to go over i'm not interested <laughs> oh okay well you're uh blaze you're getting outsourced next year anyways so i talked to mr six yeah i know him i have his number the bald guys from the commercial. Yeah, he says you're getting outsourced. So, <laughs> anyways, but we have a fun podcast here. We're flipping the role this week. We are interviewing Blaze, where usually he interviews other people. It's fun. I mean, we got to talk a lot about our first couple years at Haunt during the first podcast with Matt and I, where Blaze was interviewing us. So we did get a little bit of a rundown, but we're looking to go a little bit more in depth. We also, on our Instagram page, the FF underscore Exabros, we asked a question um, to see if anybody had fan questions for you. And we got quite a bit, so we'll go through those as well. Whoa, Just going a little so... more in depth about your Han experiences. And if I believe so correctly, I, did I see there is something about a giveaway going on too? Oh yeah, giveaway. Um, definitely, I want to give like some shirts away. Uh, one lucky winner is going to take one away. So and I'm going to let them choose which one of the four designs that I have. So nice. uh, we'll go from there. Like we'll we'll figure it out along the way. So once this episode airs, I'll have some more details for that. Yeah. If I'm not the winner, I'm going to think you're biased, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyways, um, I, I would like to add something as well. Coming up at the end of this podcast, we do also have a surprise for our guest, a surprise round in this podcast yes. that has never been done before. No. Uh, and so stay tuned for that right at the end. That's right. It's a, special, it's a special. Should we tell them what it is? I think we should tell them. Yeah, I think we can make that announcement right okay. now. Right now. One, it's our two, two three. three. 
It's a speed, speed round. round. That's right. Oh, oh, a speed oh, round question. Yeah, speed round. You're going to have, like, no time to answer these questions. Oh, you dang. just got to okay. spit out the answers. It's going to be it's, very challenging and very spooky. It's I exactly like it. very spooky. It's going to be like our podcast we did with Fryboy, where, you know, it's going on to hour four and a half. So we just got to <laughs> we just got to wrap it up here, you know. <laughs> I'm really, dude, this is like a hold it. My, you guys might as well just take over my whole podcast for the rest of the seasons. Uh, was that not the Was that not the plan? Um, no, but okay. Well, like, uh, okay. next question. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> next question. How long will you be uh, on your hiatus from the podcast? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not going on hiatus, guys. He'll be right here. Although uh, you'll probably be hearing more of my voice, unfortunately, for the most of you. But hey, we'll just go ahead and get into these questions, huh? <laughs> All right, you guys, before we get into our questions, Blaze did mention a giveaway, and he is going to explain it a little bit more right now. Okay, so to encourage people to listen to this podcast, um, I'm going to go ahead and do it in sections. So there's going to be a phrase that um, I'm going to say throughout the, the, the show. So the first part, you're going to listen, and it's going to be I'm. I'm so he will have more code words throughout the podcast, but the first word is I'm. Yeah, one of three, right. and the first one is I'm. I can tell you guys right now, it is not Tombstone. So if <laughs> if Matt or I or Blaze get any messages saying Tombstone, it will be hilarious. I encourage you spam Blaze's account with the word Tombstone. It's not the code word for the giveaway, but it will definitely be funny, and the Exile Bros will greatly appreciate that. <laughs> You can throw Tweak in there, too. Just spam Tweak with stuff, too. He likes that. <laughs> he probably, honestly, he probably only listened to his episode. And then, like, yeah, yeah. so now that, that he's not listening anymore, let's just spam him, you know? Yeah. Well, no, he, he listened to the first one, too, because he definitely uh, texted me the next day being like, hey, it was super nice of your shout out. So, he, you know, he listens only when it benefits him. <laughs> <laughs> we should give some shout outs. Let's give some shout outs and see if we can get people up some messages in their inbox that'd be fun definitely <laughs> totally just gonna have like a random like 10 messages and be like wait why did i get these <laughs> yeah well i mean blaze if said talking, to, to give him yeah, a shout if we're out. talking about messages i mean blaze you are the one to give out messages you're the one that started the whole sending out letters <laughs> during a night of fright fest so <laughs> that gag was all you oh, you know man. should i tell that story yeah why not go for it Okay, I'm gonna tell right, okay, tell right, right now. <laughs> so my first year back, when I got to meet these guys, like you know, I was getting, you know, I, I was trying to be cool with the guys, you know. Um, so back when I was on, uh, when I was at Demon's Door, I uh, would send messages through guests to like my friends, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I remember sending a message to these guys, the Exile Bros. I was like. Hey, you guys, you guys are my favorite sliders. I think you guys are really cool. Uh, much love. Love you guys. I don't even remember. Do you guys remember what I wrote? It, it was you something. Know, it, it, it looked like a little kid drew it in crayon. <laughs> yes. And the message was less important than the meaning behind why it was being sent. It was so funny because like, I would be like, hey, look, I know you don't know me, but there's these two guys. They're brothers. They look alike. They're wearing a black vest with a white undershirt. And they're like, okay, uh-huh, yeah. I'm like, here's an envelope with a little note. You need to go 
deliver it to them. They're like, all right, sick. And it was kind of fun for like, it was fun for me because I had a blast like doing this. And then like the guests would like, they were having fun too because they were laughing the whole way up there probably. And then they, (laughs) (laughs) how did they even find you guys? I, they walked up to me at least one of the times they walked up and were like, excuse me. And, you know, obviously people are always jeering at us. So oftentimes, you know, I'm staying in character. I didn't say anything the first time. They go, excuse me, are you one of the brothers? Are you are you Nathan? Like they knew my real name, too. <laughs> I, I, so I, I turned around and I was like, OK, I clearly must know these people. I didn't know them at all. But they were like, hey, that guy, that demon guy wanted us to give this to you. And they handed me an envelope. And I just was like, what am I looking at here? So I immediately took it to the break room and I remember just like opening it up and just being like, what? Like, what the hell is going <laughs> on? I remember I went to like the dollar store to get like envelopes and like notebook paper. <laughs> yeah. I, like, now, I don't know if you guys remember, remember this little detail of it. Uh, they had to remember who they were looking for. They had the description of their co- our costume written on their arms. So I think they had a pen with them, and they had written black vest, white shirt on their forearms. <laughs> you know, That's like, I sent it to, like, I sent one message to, like, every zone. It's like, somebody at least I knew, you know? Like, to somebody I knew. <laughs> like, I sent one to, like, one of the Stillwalkers in Nightmares, and I sent one to, like... I think one of the clowns, I think. I don't know. Or no. To, oh, no. I sent, I sent it to... Because that year it was when it was... Uh, I sent it to Suicide Squad. <laughs> you know, uh, if anybody from Not Scary Farms out there listening, get ready. Because next year we are sending you guys messages as well. But they will be <laughs> arriving on the Pony Express. So keep your eye out for that. And uh, yeehaw, Cowboys. <laughs> There's gonna be a hidden message at the bars at Queen Mary too, as well. So yeah, yeah, you have to have one of each token to you know spell it out, and it'll say something like "I'm." So that's it. That's all I got so far. That's a deep cut joke right there. How meta is that? We're making jokes about the giveaway in the podcast where the giveaway is currently going on. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of this podcast, I've been getting I mean, I've gotten a few messages myself personally. I know you guys have been getting messages as well. And a lot of people are coming to us, thanking us uh, and specifically thanking you, Blaze, for making this podcast, because it's pretty much all a lot of people have in regards to anything Fright Fest or Haunt Season related going on. Um, So, yeah, I want to thank you for that. And I want to get into, you know, maybe being able to tell your story. I think that's why this is going to be such a unique podcast. Yeah, For sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get into these questions. Sounds good. Uh, sounds good. So how long have you been working as a scare actor, Blaze? Um, okay, so my... Okay, so my first year at Fright Fest, uh, it's when I went professional. Um, it was in 2011. And uh, I ended up going to one of the auditions, and 
I ended up getting a maze, and I was like so excited because I got, you know, I had been to Fright Fest once before in my entire life, so I thought it was really cool to like, you know, be a part of the event, and it, it was kind of neat because um, it was like full circle. My dad had, uh, you know, he taught me how to like scare and stuff, and like growing up, like he would like sit out in the front doorway, and like when kids came up, like he would pretend to be a dummy and then like scare them, you know. So it was kind of cool to, like, have my dad come with me to the audition. And I started out in 2011. I ended up being in a maze. I was in Cursed. And then uh, during that audition, it was was pretty funny because, like, um, I originally wanted to be uh, scaring at Horror Nights. But I had missed the audition date by, like two weeks um so i was like pretty bummed about it i was like oh dang so i looked at fright fest i was like oh okay cool and it was like luckily it was the next day so i was like hey dad like can you give me a ride to six flags and he was like oh hell no i'm not gonna take you there and i was like but 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 it's for a job and he's like oh in that case let's go so he waited (laughs) he waited with me for like three plus hours in the parking lot you know like that's really cool to like you know have him there to like support me because yeah. of what he started you know but the totally. here's a, here's a funny fun. st- funny story about that when he was in the when he was waiting for me in the parking lot while i was doing uh the auditions so the he was waiting right by where scream is and i had come out of the audition and he's like holding like a handful of change and i was like what the hell like where'd you get all that he's like dude so like when the ride's going there's change falling out of people's pockets and it's all over the parking lot. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he went around collecting change in the parking lot. Dude. He, he at least had like 10 bucks in change. He, he's like, oh, imagine, imagine all the, uh, imagine all the, the wishes you can make in water fountain with that change. It's a lot. <laughs> all right. Any, anyways, all right, uh, to our next question, Blaze, uh, we got here. Um, is is there any other things that you've done scaring related or relating to scaring, like uh, anything like building anything, uh, managing scare acting, anything like that? I've never – okay, so when I was a kid, like, you know, when my first – my obsession with uh, scaring started, I would build, like, little home haunts in front of my door Nice. And, um, you know, my mom would give me, like, 10 bucks to go to the 99 cent store and get, like, uh, you know, little props and stuff. And I yeah. I made this thing pretty, pretty cool. And, like, I remember sometimes, like, when I would build these things, like, during Halloween, when kids would try to come up, they're like, we're not going to go in there. That thing looks scary. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I think I, I, I'm kind of put, like, a you know, like, I think I, I did a pretty good job for – people not wanting to come inside to get candies so (laughs) that's funny yeah that's fine but um let me see other than that i did kind of help out with a haunt that was it was in oxnard and the police activity league um ran it and it was kind of like one of those like you know those little home haunts that they did for you know for kids that didn't really have anywhere to go or like you know kept kept them out of the streets you know and i you know once i started to like work there volunteer more often they started like seeing that i was 
you know, good with, you know, scaring and like I was really passionate about it. And like people would come up to me and be like, hey, like, how, how would you do in this room or what would you do in this room? And it was pretty cool because like there was so many different elements in that house. Like I met a lot of cool people and like it was just like a, a little bit of everything in that in that little haunt thing that they had so it was a lot of cool it was it was a lot of fun to be a part of that that's when i first started to like i was like dang this is really cool i want to do this for reals nice now do you remember your first audition at six flags yes first audition at six flags or most memorable audition. okay so my audition at six flags um i know it's before your guys's time but it was in like a, a room and okay so the scenario was there was I think there was four of us that went in and I remember this specifically because like there was a guy dressed up in a suit when he should have wore like activewear I was like this guy's definitely not gonna get a job because it said activewear and the scenario was they picked one guy and they're like, okay, you're going to be a werewolf and you're going to attack the car. So they had chairs set up for us and we sat down and they're like, okay, the scenario is you're going to go down this road and then it's dark, it's in the woods. And then once we say go, there's going to be a werewolf and he's going to attack the car. And I was like, all right, cool. So we're in the car and then we're driving around we're like oh man it's dark it's cold it's scary i'm ready to go home and then they're like go and this guy just comes out of nowhere and starts like attacking the car i'm like oh no oh no roll down the windows roll down the windows i was like oh mean no roll up the windows roll up the windows (laughs) (laughs) and the whole like table that's like judging us was like oh man that's funny um (laughs) And this guy's, like, crawling under the chairs underneath us. We're like, oh, he's underneath. He's underneath. Holy cow. And uh, and then that was it, pretty much. Like, it was just a scenario. And, (laughs) like, I thought I, like, gave a good laugh. But, you know, um, I was trying to hope for, like, a memorable impression. And that's what I gave them was, like, roll down the windows. I'm like, no, 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 roll up the windows. You know, that's funny because a lot of times – you know, this is just any haunt. A lot of haunts that I've heard of or seen videos of, their audition processes are just cringy. And yeah. I know you guys can attest to that. <laughs> yes. And I know anybody who's worked a haunt who is listening will attest to that as well. It could just be so cringy because, you know, like for Matt and I, it was like we were in the same thing, same room. I know exactly the room you're talking about. And it was just like, oh, okay, you're going to be a killer clown. You're going to be a werewolf. You're going to be a zombie. And I was basically like, go, right? And we're just being silly. But that actually sounds really fun. That that sounds like straight out of an improv class, and I kind of wish that we could do more of those kind of auditions because that'd be really fun. Like, imagine the three of us doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really silly, you know. Like, I yeah, it was in the moment. I don't think I've ever had anything like I've never auditioned for anything like that before. So for it to come off the top of the head, like it was funny because I was like, oh yeah, roll down the windows. No, 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 roll up the windows. <laughs> think it on the fly That's yeah great. um speaking about uh thinking on the fly um it's funny because you have actually been a couple different characters throughout the different years so that comes to our next question uh how do you feel about the differences between the different characters you've played 
Um, because I know that I like to call it. I, I remember I coined this term. Remember we were in the car the other day, and I was like, "Oh, what about the uh, the BCU, the Blaze Cinematic Universe, going uh, to theaters near you?" <laughs> you know, we've been we've been gearing up for this this movie, the uh, the Blaze Avengers. We've been gearing up for it for the last ten years, and I think it's gonna be a box office hit. So, tell us about the uh, BCU, the different characters Blaze has played over the years. <laughs> the BCU, okay. So what I I mean, hashtag throughout hashtag BCU. <laughs> Throughout the years, you know, I've I've played a demon, I've played a skull, I've played a clown, and the best I, I think, like I've said it in like multiple shows, but the best way I can describe it is Blaze is a character, like an action figure, you know, and so wherever he goes, it's just a, a different costume that he wears. So it's Daddy Daddy Blaze was originally a demon, and so I wanted to stick with that, you know, concept was like. I like the character, the you know my wittiness and like my comebacks and stuff. So for wherever I went, it stayed the same basically. But being a demon, uh, my first year, okay, actually, so in 2012 I was a goblin on Exile Hill. So that's kind of where I was learning how to be like a slider and like learning how to you know you know be a walk around and like interact with people that's really where i you know try to figure out what worked and what didn't work you know like i had that high pitched scare voice you know like you know what i'm talking about oh yeah (laughs) so i would think like okay like that's kind of funny but then like i want to be scary so like i had like a dual personality i'd be like uh high voiced and then like low voice and it worked it was like i remember um uh, Mark Wing, he uh, actually said like, "Oh, you're kind of like a like a comic relief," and I was like, "Okay, like I'll ta- I I can I can uh, work with that." But I wanted to be scary too, so like I went away for college in 2013 through 15. I came back in 16, and I was a demon. And when I was a demon, I remembered the stuff that I had learned in on Exile, so I wanted to like bring that back a little bit, but also bring a little bit more flavor. So I feel like being a demon, uh, you could be, you know, a jerk, but also kind of funny, but also scary, you know? Not like a clown, but more like, I don't care about being here. Or like, it's just the character, the way, the way it was, you know? So when I went to exile, I was a skull and I had to learn how to be quiet, you know, be more sinister and like a quiet character, just be scary without speaking. And uh, that that really was fun and challenging for me. And then once I got to work as a clown, that's where like anything goes, you know, like I'm silly, but also like my face is scary. So I think a little bit of my demon character to the clown they they're almost similar they're really similar they're almost the same but i feel like uh the demon was a little bit more more of a jerk yeah so i mean trust me if anybody knows what it feels like to have to be a quiet character in exile hill definitely matt and i do because we were up there for so long we're up there for five years five great years up there so it definitely is a challenge um it is really fun to portray different characters though so i mean i've always you know personally like to think that blaze is some kind of ship shape-shifting demon (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, probably reading too much into it, but you know, that's how, that's where I like to think of it. But by the sounds of it, it sounds like you're just a Lego character. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, the way you explained it, I think that's a better way to, you know, to tell yeah. people what, what Datu Blaze really is, you know, is cool. a shape-shifting character. Yeah, he's a little shape-shifting uh, character. <laughs> I, I, I think that's kind of a, 
that's kind of an interesting idea too because um i know like traditionally a lot of scare actors will create these characters or or you know get into their character over the years and each season to season um develop a character and then when they change into a new area or a new haunt or location or whatever the case is they kind of just discontinue that character they discontinue all social media associated with that character and their instagram accounts and whatnot and they just you know break ties and go to a new character uh, and i think it's kind of an interesting concept that you do and, and i know we kind of fall under this category as well um it's kind of like you like you're saying it's it's one it's one entertainer with different skins or one entertainer with different uh almost like power-ups like you know an old school video game and you're mega man you go through and you grab you know the fire suit and you're in you're in the demon's door and then you grab the clown suit and you're in city under siege so it's kind of like i think that's kind of a unique idea is that something that you kind of uh thought of ahead of time and you're like i want to continue i, I want to keep blaze going but just with different skins or is that is that something that just kind of happened or how, how did you come across that so when i came back in 2016 um you know i saw that people had different instagrams for their characters and stuff you know once i found out i was going to be in demon's door i was like oh man okay i'm going to come up with like a cool character the way i came up with the name was uh, there was a baseball team out in bakersfield california called the bakersfield blaze and I thought that was just like a unique name. And I was like, oh man, cool. Like I'm going to take that and be Blaze the Demon. So when I was Blaze the Demon, I was there for two seasons. And then the 2018 season, they're like, hey, you know, we would think you'd be a better fit for Exile Hill. We're just going to go ahead and move you up there. And and it was cool because they brought me back to my original roots, you know, from the Goblin in 2012 to a Skull in 2018. And so I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to keep the same name. But the way I thought of it, I was like, okay, so since I'm a different character, I'm just going to keep the name. But it's just like a overdressing now. It's like it's a new costume. So that's how I went went about it. I think that's fun. I think that's fun because then people get to visit you throughout the year. It's like it's a uh, to get like an experience they get to have with you together where it's kind of like, oh my gosh, like he's here now. And it, it's not just like, hey, there's one guy that used to be here. He was really great. I don't know. He's gone now, but uh, there's other people are, you know, it's kind of like they get to kind of have that experience. It's an evolving, I guess what I'm trying to say is the haunt is an evolving kind of thing. I think it's really neat. You know, it's funny about that though, too, is because like when I moved to Exile Hill on 2018, there was characters down in Demon Store that would have like similar face to mine and they're like are you blaze are you blaze and people would look for me um in demon store and they're like no he's up he got exiled so people would be like oh he got exiled he's yeah. on exile hill now and so people they're like oh okay okay so they would go up there and we're like dude you're a skull now you're a skeleton that's so cool like so people you know like i had a following so people would go from demon store to exile to try to find me it's definitely fun seeing um, the transition of characters, too, especially because if you even think the costuming, too, because in Demon's Door, you guys have the, the, the big, crazy armor, you know, the armor that's like, it looks really, you know, badass and has the fur and has the armor and some of them carry around weapons. And these demons are just like, they're supposed to be demon warriors going to like this elegant Exile Hill costume, which are usually more form fitting with like, you know, collared shirts and vests and clothes that are really nice and, and fit to your body. 
So it is it's super fun seeing like the change the, the the change of shape as well. You know, coming up even into like your clown look as well with your your horn, the hair, the horn, and like you know like the, the light up clothes and just everything. You know, so it is definitely pretty fun seeing that happen. So it's just good to see you know like um, when you could just be like Matt was saying an entertainer with with many skins because that's that's kind of how we were too same way. Uh, coming off from exile, you know, we had like I said five really great years up there. We loved it up there. Um, we uh, we were, were asked if we would uh, be willing to move down just for the event. We said, yeah, absolutely. You know, we love the event, so we'll you know we'll do anything for it. And we love being clowns too. I mean, you know, that's we just really love that. I think that's just definitely where we're where we're meant to be at these, this event. But it's just kind of fun. We didn't really come out with any backstory per se. We were just kind of like you know not that's bad to come up with a backstory, but we were kind of along the lines of oh we're just you know. We're two brothers, and we're crazy, and we just got out of a uh, clown jail, and uh, which is a lot smaller than you think. All the clowns fit into one cell. It's really funny. And here we are. Now we're roaming the streets, and we're causing chaos. You know, violence, maybe, maybe just having fun. You know, you never know. So totally different feel. So it definitely, uh, definitely stretches your, um, you know, your ability to perform. So, you know, you've, yeah. you've gone around through three different scares and, and mazes too. So I can only imagine, you know, the different types of things you've had to do. The thing that I told them, like, I was like, I don't care where I am as long as I'm sliding, you know? That's, like, the only requirement that I needed. Other than that, like, I'm fine with being, you know, I could have been, you know, in Scream Punk. I could have been in Damned in Disguised or wherever. Just as oh, long as I was sliding. For your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> I could have been in gotcha. Suicide Squad that one year. I could have, just wherever. Right. As long as I was sliding. That's right. You're a slide Suicide or die kind of guy. Sliders. Slider yeah, die. Exactly. Slider die. The motto throughout the years. <laughs> well, speaking of sliding and scaring, I know this is kind of a tough question because you're covering a lot of years and you get a thousand scares a night, but what are some of your most memorable or your greatest scares of all time? Oh, man. That's my favorite scare of all time. I said it in one of the episodes before, but my favorite scare of all time. I scared the park president, Neil, and, you know, during uh, uh, orientation, he has us in the auditorium. He's like, hey, guys, like, welcome to Fright Fest. You know, you guys have a fun role to play. If you And then, like, towards the end of the, like, the speech or whatever, he's like, if you guys could scare me, I'm, I'll give out a prize at the end of the year. And whoever gets the best scare uh, from me, like, I'll, I'll get you guys something. <laughs> And we're like, you know, everybody's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, you know, this guy says this all every year. But there was one night this last se- this last season, 2019, when I was the clown, I see him talking to, like, other executives from, like, other parks. And it's funny because, like, I feel like people are afraid to go after people like that that are, like, higher up just because, like, they want to either impress them or, like, you know, be on their good side. But I guess I didn't really, like, you know, he said, like, to try to scare him. So I was going to go for it no matter what so i see him talking to like two executives from like other parks and i went up and just went behind him and just like i just scared the crap out of him (laughs) he dropped to the floor and i saw this man like i saw the fear in his face and i was like oh i got him so good and i started doing laps around city under siege because i was like i got him i got him and it was so funny Oh man, that's gotta be like my favorite scare. And sure enough, at the end of the, like at the end of the year, you know, we had our awards and stuff, 
and he says, okay, you know, I want to give out this award for the person that scared me, and it's got to go to Blaze. And Blaze <laughs> came through, and he scared him. <laughs> yeah. Neil, Neil was great. <laughs> he had a really good sense of humor, for sure. Uh, for those of you listening, too, I want to point out why that is so particularly difficult to get that kind of scare. Uh, there's a lot of reasons, and you guys can definitely share more. Please do. But uh, I think this is really difficult scare because uh, the people who work at Six Flags and their people who are putting on these events don't necessarily walk through the event with a lens of, for example, they're watching a scary movie. When you're watching a scary movie, you're just there, you're waiting to get scared. It's kind of like you're taking it all in. Uh, these guys walk through with a lens of, we work here, we have a job to do. They probably have a million things going on in that moment. They have walkie-talkie earpieces in their ears. Uh, they're dealing with situations. They just have tons of stuff going on. So this might even be something that you, you forget about as a scare actor when you see these people come through, is that it's like you almost forget to, to even pay them any attention because they're just working. You see them 24-7, whereas the, you know, the guest is your main focus. So that's part of the reason why I think it's unique, it might be uniquely hard to scare someone like the park president coming through. Um, do you guys have any other, like Nate? Do you, can you think of anything that like why <laughs> uniquely difficult you know, to scare someone like that? Here, here's the thing. I I've said before too, even for myself uh, and other podcasts, that I am a little bit jumpy when it comes to like going to these haunts. Like I, I can get scared, you know, like not super easily, but I definitely jump uh, when I go to horror nights or knots or whatever. Whenever I'm at fright fest, though, I do not get scared. And it's really hard for me to get scared when I go through the mazes, especially when I'm there in costume, like, and I'm working. Like, if I'm on my break, you know, and I'm uh, given permission to be able to go through one of the mazes, you know, on a given night, then it, I, I've, I think in my now, you know, seven years um, at Six Flags working at Fright Fest, I've been scared one time in the maze at Fright Fest. And that's Same nothing against. That is nothing against the people who work in the mazes. You know, they're working hard, too. It's just the fact of I am just so in it that I, I just, like, I'm not, I can't really get scared. I go in there to appreciate everyone's effort, and I, I really appreciate it when people still go for me, even though oftentimes it ends with them going, oh, look, it's a clown, like, breaking character and just <laughs> and saying hi to me, you know, like, especially the people I know. But uh, it, it's still pretty fun to, you know, see that. But I, I definitely have gotten scared of one, one time in a maze like, while working. But I think that's another thing, too. It's just it's so easy just that you're just in the zone. You're there. You're a part of it. You know, like it, here's a good example. If you're a ghost, right, say there's a, there's a haunted house and all these your ghost buddies are scaring and you go into the haunted house and they try to scare you, you're already a ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like right. that, that's the best <laughs> way to put it. It's like not like anything you, you haven't seen that day. Same reason, too, why we, when we get those those uh, guests who are trying to, you know, think they're really cool and they run up there and they scream in our ears and they try to scare us to be funny or they, they come and they shake us because they're trying to be funny, which which happens, you know, pretty frequently, actually. Um, that that's not scared me. That's not scared me once. I got to say, even with people running up and shaking me, it's just like it's just annoying because it just I'm like I'm trying to work. And now they have hands full of sweat because they just touched me and I'm just soaking wet probably <laughs> at that point. And I'm just like, yo, like, like this, it just doesn't scare me because I'm just in it. And I think the same goes for people like the park president. I know Mark Wing, our creative director, same way. He, he is also very hard to scare as well, just cause he's, he's in the mix, you know, he's in the, like in the trenches with us, 
you could say like he's there with us they're working with us like we're all you know putting on an event together collectively so i think with that being said it's a little bit harder to be scared when you're like that unless you're star romano from last week if you're star romano then you will go through a horror night's maze and get dropped (laughs) shout out to you star (laughs) she said it herself like (laughs) <laughs> like you said like um you know they're working the event they know where everything's at like they they know where each scare yeah, zone is they probably help design some of the mazes and stuff yeah, and like definitely they know where each scare is but to have that like you know he was not expecting this at all he was just trying to have a normal conversation with his executive friends and then all of a sudden <laughs> this neon green clown comes up out of nowhere it's like run <laughs> so here, here's another thing that's that's actually really impressive about that scare you had too, Blaze, is that what I've noticed, the first few hours of the night, especially, uh, guests and everybody are more prone to be scared because they're not used to it. They're not desensitized to it. Everything's brand new. All the, you know, the extra stimulus is coming in like just brand new. And so people are a lot more jumpy. You get your really big screams and scares the first few hours. Like the first three hours of the night are always like, in my opinion, like some of the most fun for me because you're just getting in there and people are just freaking out and losing their minds because, you know, they were going from having just a walk around the park to now there's monsters and you're getting scared. And I've noticed that at every park, even when I go as a guest to horror nights or any other uh, event, I always get really scared the first few hours. And then as the night goes on, I'm getting desensitized. The noises are getting less loud to me, probably because I'm, I'm going slightly deaf uh, if we're at horror nights, <laughs> uh, you know, or X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever you want to say. You're just you're kind of desensitizing a little bit. The last hour of the night, you've been standing around all night. You're exhausted. You're just less likely to be scared as a guest. Sam goes for employees as well. Some of these guys, like, you, like Matt was saying, are working you know constant the whole night because they're they're running the event they're making the event happen so they might not be as easily scared because they are working so hard and they're you know they're tired they've been walking around all night long and so it is a lot harder to scare someone who has been doing that so that's why to another reason why i always thought it was pretty impressive because you know i remember watching that happen i saw it happen too it was awesome it's hilarious <laughs> and i remember you running around the scare zone i scared neil i scared neil <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I ended up awesome. quoting um, Black Panther. Like, there was a scene where Killmonger is like, "This is your king. This is the one who's supposed to lead you into the future." <laughs> like, Give me your name. <laughs> Give me your silver tag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm park president now. <laughs> um, but that's that's really funny. Uh, and that comes in. You know, it, it is hard to get scares like that, uh, and that kind of leads us into our next question. If you have one, what is like one of your favorite scare techniques? Like, what's like a couple of your go-to tactics? Like when you're walking around the park. Okay, so I think my favorite scare technique would be we talked about this before, but like you know, having a distraction. I like hiding behind people and just sliding out of nowhere. I like having like a like a barricade in front of me. So like either like I'll come up to like a group of friends or, you know, a group of guests and I'll scare like I'll scare them. And then, uh, you know, we get a good laugh about it. And I'm like, OK, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to hide behind you guys. And then you guys go like walk towards these people and we'll scare people along the way. So not only is it like entertaining for me, but it's also entertaining for like the guests that I like recruit, you know. So I think it like uh it's like a element. It's like it's like a surprise, you know, because they they yeah. see normal looking guests, and then all of a sudden behind them is like a neon green clown, and just 
I slide out of nowhere and just like rah, you know. And I I think that's like my favorite scare technique is the, you know, is a distraction or or like a barricade. Oh, I, I get that for sure. And shout out to Tweak, our big <laughs> yellow target. <laughs> I used to do that too up on Exile. Um, I would I would have people help me with scares. You know, it'd be like an interactive yeah. scare. Oh, I love uh, I love that when I was up there too. So there's two mazes up there, and then um, you know on Saturdays when it would be like the busiest, there'd be like a a line, and uh, you know for like the line entertainment, I kind of like sneak in there, and I'd be like, hey, hold up the rope, and then when when I see people like I'll slide out, and they're like, okay, yeah, that's that's so cool. And, like, they would help me. They'd be like, all right, ready, go. And I would, like, slide out and then scare the group of people that are coming down the hill. And they're like, oh, well, we didn't even see you. Like, yeah. And it'd be so much fun, you know. It'd be, like, fun for everybody. Yeah, that is definitely one thing I miss about being up on Exile Hill that we don't really get down in City Under Siege is the lines on the busy nights. Although it would suck because our scare zone would get a lot smaller on Exile when those those big lines would come down. Because basically, for anybody listening, when it gets very busy, the two mazes, the overflow lines kind of go up and down the sides of the hill, and it kind of condenses the walkway a little bit. But on the other hand of that, you also have two captive audiences because you're just sitting there in line for an hour, you know, waiting to go into the the, uh, the house. So, you know, it, it gives you a fun audience to just you know sit there and watch. And it's it's just so fun. I do miss that just scaring the crap out of somebody and having 50 people just cheering for you was always <laughs> so funny. I, I loved it. Yes. And I think I, there another reason I really liked that a lot too, is cause I was just thinking too, I remember always being like, if I was one of these guests right now and I was, you know, tired and I'm waiting in line for like 45 minutes, you get entertainment for like 30 of that. You're just watching these people just getting scared out of their minds. It's so much fun. And it gave people something to do. <laughs> Which is why everyone was cheering and stuff. It gave them something to do, made people happier, and that's what the event's all about. It's just everybody having a fun time collectively. So, you know, really, I, I definitely miss um, me being up there with the uh, the lines and the rope. The rope gag is like one of the classic <laughs> techniques. Um, I I remember even having somebody in 2012, my last year going to Fright Fest as a guest. I remember uh, Gary Dunn. I remember specifically Gary Dunn up on Exile Hill. I know we've talked about him before, uh, and he did the same thing. He did the rope gag where he's like, here, hold the rope. You know, and of course, I know who it is now once I figured it out. But, you know, back then, I remember being like, that was so funny. That guy was so fun. And like, <laughs> you know, my friends were like, that guy was so funny. And I was like, I remember being like, I want to do that. And the next year, you know, luckily enough, there I was doing the same thing. But, yeah, it, it's a, that's a blast. But it's also, too, that's like, kinda... uh, not. It's it's also funny, too, like, you know, like scaring the guests that are coming down the hill while the people in line are getting, are like watching, but also you can turn around and scare people inside the line for, and they like, yeah. it's a bigger reaction too, because they have really nowhere to go. <laughs> well, like I said, and it's like, your captive audience. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it, it's a, uh, it's a little bit of scaring everybody too. So everybody gets, you know, involvement with, with, yeah. you know, that one performer, a little bit of love. <laughs> I think that's uniquely Fright Fest, too. I mean, I'm sure you guys would second this, but, like, I feel like just growing up coming to the event and then also working it I, and then also visiting all the other Southern California haunts, I feel like that's something so unique about what we do at Fright Fest. It's, like, the fact that, like, you could literally team up with a monster to help 
a monster get that scare and like the, those like interactive moments i feel like i i mean each haunt has their thing and and why why they are special and i'm not saying you can't get this at any other place but i just haven't experienced it to the level that i see out there each night i mean i literally just came across a video on youtube of nathan uh playing like simon says or actually it was called <laughs> clown says with a group of guests and stuff like that like just that interaction level was just like dude you spent five straight minutes just performing because it was a slow time in the scare zone with a group of people. And I feel like that's something that's really unique about it. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's those, those guest interactions, which is why, um, you know, I love, I love Fright Fest a lot personally and working for Fright Fest. Uh, again, not saying that you can't do that other haunts as well, but we, we've definitely, I know a lot of people, uh, us three and a lot of others included who have a lot of situations like that where I remember, I remember those guys, they were filming me on their phone. I was like, oh yeah, those guys, the Simon says, as Blue Clown says, um, I have my little air cannon and I was shooting the losers in the face of the air cannon. And I remember saying like, oh, these guys are probably filming it for their Instagram story. And then going on and seeing like a video with like 10,000 views or something on, it on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> but it was so funny though. It was a really fun time. And those guys said some really nice things about me, so it ended up being a really fun experience for everybody involved. So and that's what it's all about. So, have you um, had any time in your career that was just an epic scare fail? I go right, you go left. <laughs> <laughs> scare fails. Oh man, there's so many for me. Honestly, like I'm so clumsy. Um, <laughs> like for example, like the one that Nate just said. So it's at the end of the night. It's, it wasn't even a scare. It was just like us messing around at Demon Store for Final Scare, where we all go down. Like all the scare zones go down to Demon Store, and we're all scaring, or you know, we're just trying to have fun, like sliding to see how far we can go or see what other tricks we could do. I remember going to Nate and saying, "All right, I'm gonna go right, and you go left." And in hindsight, like you know, like that sounds like a good idea. You know, like you're gonna slide one way and i'm gonna slide the other but if you think about it nate's sliding the same way i'm going so he's going his left and i'm going to my right and we end up just slamming into each other I remember just sliding like... towards you at full speed just going uh... <laughs> it was in, in slow motion tell me about it we ended up like hugging each other. I'm like, yeah. oh, I was and like, I'm, you like, good? Crawling off, like just dragging myself <laughs> off. I was like, just like just scrambling to get out, out of the crowd. So I was like, oh man. I was like, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so we <laughs> just like <laughs> split off in different directions because we were like embarrassed. <laughs> just a couple of knuckleheads. <laughs> um, that wasn't really a scare fail, but like, uh, I mean, that was a scare fail. <laughs> it wasn't a scare but it was a fail definitely <laughs> you know it was just a sense of direction fail like stuff we should have learned in second grade but, hey. <laughs> my favorite scare fail i don't even think it's my favorite but it's a scare fail so i think this is your favorite story matt there was a korean instagram model <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that came into our scare zone and you know she has like all these thousands of followers and stuff and i'm trying to scare her and i slid out in front of her and it didn't go well because i ended up like sides like 
I sweeped her feet from under her by act like she was she went into my direction. Yeah, and, she ran towards yes. you in the video. You can see she like running at you for some reason. So like when I slid in front of her, <laughs> she like tripped over and we both are on the ground like sea turtles like trying to get up, you know. And I just like <laughs> took her feet from under her. That was like the worst. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, all these yeah. Instagram like you know she's like Instagram famous and. <laughs> She's gonna have this green clown on her Instagram story, like <laughs> just, just I just took her out, and it was just that was probably my my scare fail. But hey, you know now you can go and you can market it as "Come to Fright Fest and Blaze the Clown <laughs> will literally sweep you off your feet." <laughs> it was so. Oh man, that was like the that's the funniest one I can think of. Yeah, what I love I, about that particular situation too was the way the footage was edited together on that model's Instagram page. Uh, I remember it specifically saying six flag F L A G Halloween. That's what it was called. (laughs) And it fades from that to a quickly and um, crudely cut video of that situation happening. And then they put it in (laughs) slow-mo as well. And it's just like, I mean, Oh my gosh. The video itself doesn't incriminate Blaze because you could see her running right at him. But it's just like so funny that they like actually put that up and just like, oh yeah. man, that was a uh, that was my favorite, probably my favorite, one of my favorite moments from last year for sure. Dude, yeah, I think definitely. I have that video saved still. Like I, I try to bring it up and post it on my Instagram. <laughs> oh, actually, man. I think it, I have it on our our secret blooper video. Um, we we have a secret <laughs> blooper video that exists and. Uh, I did find it recently, so I'll show you uh, next time we get together. Good. It's it's sometime <laughs> before or after that scarecrow uh, Elijah slid and face planted during the slideshow. <laughs> Shout out to you, Elijah. <laughs> Boy Scout. Oh man, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wonder if you ever got promoted to Eagle Scout. I don't know. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, that uh, that uh, kind of comes into. I mean, we kind of covered. You know, that's that's a pretty funny guest interaction. Um, do you have? Uh, we we see a lot of people at Fright Fest. Do you have any really funny celebrity interactions uh, of anyone that was famous besides, of course, the Instagram model you you swept your sweep the leg? You know, besides her, do you have any other funny you know guest interactions or uh, with celebrities per se? Celebrity interactions, I think. I mentioned this in my la- uh, a few episodes ago, but I think the funniest celebrity interactions would have been uh, the Black Power Ranger. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I remember like you know I was doing my thing, I was scaring. I look up and I was like, "It's the Black Power Ranger." And I was like, <laughs> "Hey, I know, I think I know you." And he's like, "Hey, you look like Widomo." I was like, "What?" He's like, "You look like Widomo." I was like, "Huh?" He's like, you look like Rita's monsters. And I was like, oh, oh, that's what you were saying. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if he was had like a like an accent or something. Like, I had no, I could have been tired. I don't. I mean, I it scares them loud too. They're blasting music, <laughs> so. That makes and he sense. was like, 
you look like Reedus Moss. Like, oh, shoot. I was like, oh. And I remember, like, following him all the way to, like, because he was going to Batman, the ride. And um, it was so crazy. I was like, it's the Black Power Ranger. It's the Black Power Ranger. I went, like, I mean, it brought me back to the 90s, you know. I was like, holy cow. Like, that was one of my, like, I used to watch that show growing up, you know. I mean, um, I wonder so if funny. I wonder if he knew that he was in Blaze's dojo where you sweep the <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her beaten. I want her out of commission. <laughs> um, that was a really cool one. Um, I think another one that I thought, like, it was funny because I didn't, I recognized her, but I didn't think it was her. But it was Bridget, one of Hugh Hefner's ex-girlfriends. She came funny. last year, uh, 2019, through our scare zone with one of her friends and like, I was like, I kind of like, you know, I was interacting with her and I was like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, trying to scare her and stuff. And uh, just to double check, like later on that night, I looked on her Instagram and it was definitely her. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I don't know if you remember this one, Blaze, but do you remember when Bad Baby came through? I, okay. So I heard the whole time, like she had gone through, but I had never, I didn't, I didn't ever see her. I, I think no, I think you were because I know uh, Matt and myself. I know Tweak was there, and I'm pretty sure you were the other one too. Oh oh oh! Yeah, catch oh. me outside. Yeah okay we okay. We caught her outside. That <laughs> <laughs> was when we, like we like surrounded her. Yeah exactly. So we we do this funny thing um, to guests sometimes who are really scared. Uh, it's from a comedy bit from a, a TV show we watch, but uh, we basically circle guests on occasion and we hold hands and we jump around screaming nightmares 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 and i remember doing that to bad baby and that's probably one of my funniest uh, my favorite celebrity interactions that we all three of us were involved in too it's just so funny she was just on the floor just screaming as we were you know <laughs> tormenting her for years to come i mean uh Dude, good shit. Like, honestly, like, I think that's that's really funny because, like, I, I think, I don't know. Do you think that's, like, a personality that she portrays, like, on TV or is that really her? I don't, I don't know. You know, it, I mean, it, it might be a little bit, you know. It also might just be, like, some people, you know, aren't the most scared people of anything in the world. But when it comes to haunts, they're jumpy. So it might have just been that. It might have been that she had four six-feet-tall, horrible-looking clowns around her. Also could have been one of the reasons too, um, but you know you, you never know. It, it was either way. It was really funny. So it just it was a really funny experience. I'm sure sure she'll remember for a long time. What about you guys? Any any celebrity scare moments? Uh, I know uh, Nathan and I scared uh, Rob Deerdeck. Yes. Oh, that's so uh, cool. and, his, and his wife, Rob Deerdeck, and Rob Deerdeck's wife. And Rob Deerdeck, I remember when I, I hit, it was on Exile Hill, and I remember someone coming, a Six Flags rep coming through and saying, Rob Deerdeck's coming through. And I was like, great, I'm going to just scare this guy as good as I possibly can. Uh, they were coming up from Superman up up Exile Hill, and I just literally hit a huge slide. Like, I just leapt like four feet in the air and just like did a diving slide at them. And uh, his wife jumped out of her skin. Like, she literally just... <laughs> She she jumped a couple feet in the air. She was like holding on to him, screaming, and he he just laughed and he said something like, "Oh, it's like zombie time, zombie time, or something like that." As 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 I did that, and then I just kind of like followed him a little bit as I walked out. But she was literally like in his shirt behind him, so that was really funny. 
and uh, he laughed, so that was pretty good. So I think he had a, a good a good moment there. So how about you, Matt? Um, yeah, Rob Deerdeck for sure. Um, you know, I was thinking too. It's funny that like I I'm just now remembering like the bad baby scare because of how hilarious that was. But like that's so <laughs> that's so common for us to do that, like to circle someone, put them on the ground, and stuff like that. It's like you know, that was just, like, a, a, a given night. And so it's, like, so easy to, like, forget that, even though that yeah. was, like, you know, a quote, you know, like, a well-known person or or a character that would come through the park. But that's so funny. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I know there's there's been there's been so many throughout the year where they're, like, high alert, high alert, someone's coming through. Or, like, you see, like, a VIP guest group going through. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, off the top of my head, those are definitely the best. And then I know we saw The weekend come through. Uh, that was kind of a cool. Uh, I didn't personally get really any interaction with him, but I just heard stories of other other monsters yeah. throughout the park doing that. Same with uh, Taiga as well. Taiga's been there a few times, yep. um, and I same thing as I was in the scare zone and like walked near him, but it just wasn't. You know, I tried to scare everybody, but sometimes you're just off time by a little bit because it was a busy night. So I remember not being able to, you know, like I just scared a group right in front of him. So I'm pretty sure I lunged at him, but I didn't. He didn't really flinch. So you know, but yeah, it, it comes and goes. But definitely, Rob Deerdeck and his wife was a, a really fun interaction. So it's crazy too because like um, I feel like Six Flags has a lot of flow of like celebrity guests that come through. Like not even working. Like I met Matt Barnes before. Um, I've seen a couple of the Kardashians. I've seen um, what's his name. Uh, David Spade. <laughs> that's right. David Spade. Um, but yeah, that's like a lot of, like, that's like, like a good area for, I mean, it's a, that park is a lot of fun to, for people to go to. And, you know, it's crazy to see, yeah. you know, celebrities also enjoy, I mean, cause they're regular people too. So yeah. they enjoy going to parks like that. Totally. Like Six Flags has a lot of really fun, uh, Magic Mountain especially has a lot of the really fun roller coasters too. I know like obviously Matt and I, that's, that's, we could call that our home park. You know, growing up here in Southern California, we, you know, we would go to it, you know, once to twice a month growing up when we had passes, you know, and it's just, there's a lot of fun to be had. So they're definitely, you know, and there's a lot of really cool mazes and scare zones in Six Flags as well, which leads me to my next question. Uh, I know we've all said at different points that we love being clowns, but if there's like one other character or scare zone or maze that you could ever try, even for like one night. Would there be anything you would like to try, like ever, or is being a clown just like the sale end all? Um, I would definitely like to try my hand at stilt walking. You know, I think that's a really talented position to do. You know, you gotta be really balanced, and that that's really for me. I think that's really hard to scare people on stilts because you know you have to look for people and people are you know, walking all over the place. And sometimes they can be jerks too, you know? I, I think you've got to be really skilled to be a stilt walker and scaring at a, an event or any event, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, I think that'd be really fun to try. But for scare zone or maze, um, I think it'd be fun to go back into a maze for a night. Um, I think I definitely would like to try, like, Vault. Um Volt 666. I think that's, I think I, I've walked through there a couple of times and I've seen like certain, uh, like hiding spots. I'm like, Oh, I think that would be a really good hiding spot to, 
try and scare people. But yeah, yeah I think I think uh, going back into a maze would be be a lot of fun because like you know in scare zones it's a lot of, it's challenging because you know people can see you and you have to try to come up with a scare on your own. As far as like a maze, people are anticipating a scare and you know they're they're going to automatically react to it because that's what they're expecting. So I think going back into a maze would be kind of fun. Yeah, I, I understand that. It, it just is fun to have like a, a, a intense small area to scare in, you know, rather than being in an open space. Uh, there's pros and cons to each. We've we've obviously talked about this numerous times. So we don't have to get into it, but I, I agree. I, I mean, being, being in a maze for a night would be fun. Totally, you know, Especially just different experiences. Yes. A maze with all your last. friends would be a blast that would be very fun so can you imagine all of us like all the clowns <laughs> in one like maze like it'd be chaotic. i think that'd be so hilarious it'd be uh scary it'd be a scary maze i think i think we can make it really scary it'd be funny <laughs> though it would also be very chaotic too it's the dojo <laughs> welcome to the dojo the clown dojo <laughs> all right you get to sign waivers to get in yeah <laughs> are they gonna touch you no but you know it's just a little weird yeah um i have a question for blaze if you could work at any other haunt which one would you try honestly my dream has always been halloween horror nights at universal so i think i definitely would try it there yeah you know i i really enjoy the ips that they bring and just like I love the set designs that they have and I would I would love to be, you know, like Jason or Freddy or I would like to be part of the ch- uh, chainsaw brigade that they have or, you know, because yeah. I am I am trained now, you know. Oh, yeah. I was even about to say it. I was going to you were on Halloween. You were you were playing scares on one. <laughs> you were playing a uh, blaze brought a, a chainsaw over to our house uh, on Halloween. And we had a good time messing around with that, getting some funny videos. It was so funny because people, like, I remember a couple of our friends were like, dude, when did he get a chainsaw? (laughs) (laughs) I've had that for years, too. Like, I, there was like another haunt that I had worked at, like, volunteered, and it was in my hometown, Oxnard. And, um, what was it called? Uh, Fierce Gate. It was called Fierce Gate. They were actually in Simi Valley for a little bit. And, um, yeah. They moved over to Oxnard, and I was able to, like, use the chainsaw as, like, the final scare, you know? And yeah. that's where I really learned how to how to use it. I remember yeah. got, buying that chainsaw, like, at a, at a swap meet, and it was, like, 10 bucks or something like that. And I was like, they're like, it doesn't really work that well. I was like, that's fine. I just need the motor to work. And they're like, what? I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> that's fun yeah it was definitely a fun time messing around the chainsaw um of course for anybody listening the chainsaws always have the the, the like what is it the chain removed yeah like the, the, the blade part the part that could actually really hurt you is taken off but it is definitely a lot of fun because they're they're so like guttural you know they're so like you can feel it when someone's using a chainsaw you can because like the so so loud and has a booming uh such a loud booming sound to it and uh, like the smell of the gas and stuff like it's just so it hits all the senses you know it's so funny um definitely led to some funny moments especially because i know we, we talked a little bit halloween with star last week but um you know dr phil running around with a chainsaw definitely looked pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> speaking about bad baby yeah he was looking for bad baby with the chainsaw <laughs> yeah it's 
like, I'm here to catch you outside. Where the heck are you? <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Like, um, yeah, I definitely, I would like to try um, using a chainsaw at Halloween Horror Nights. That would nice. be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, like, you feel so powerful with it. I feel like, like you know, like, yeah. it's just a prop that, you know, it sounds loud, it smells loud, and it's, like, in your face, you know? It's an in-your-face scare, big time. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. like, that that type of weapon, I guess you would say, has been in so many iconic movies that, like, you, you know, like, that's something to be afraid of. And Yeah, totally. And that's yeah. just, a, like, a kick-ass scare tactic absolutely yeah halloween was great we hope everyone had a fun and safe halloween out there uh obviously you know great holiday it's a little bit of a shame that covid's been definitely taking a damper on everything but we had a great halloween and we hope you all did too um and we're looking to keep the fun times going because blaze now is going to give us the second code word for his giveaway uh we've been talking about it so what would be the second word Let's hear it. So, so the second word is a. So we have the first phrase. It's I'm, and the second phrase is a. So what? What is he? And the answer is not. I'm a clown. It's not. It's not. I am a tombstone. No. No. It's not. I'm a definitely tombstone. not. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we will definitely find out. We will be giving out the last code word uh, right before the speed round, which is at the yeah. very end. So stick stay around tuned. for a speed round, not to be missed. Definitely, definitely it, the funniest it, part of any of these episodes. Should I just give it away <laughs> right now? <laughs> I'm I'm a little nervous now. I'm really concerned. So, <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Oh yeah, there you go. That's what we want. So what if, what right, if I right, just so. give what if I just give away the phrase right now? Like you know what? I'm just gonna give it. I'm a wise bro. Ah, uh, just oh. kidding. Uh, <laughs> he is though. He is related to us. That's the that's the funny thing because if there was three of us, you know, all I gotta say is I ain't ever seen two pretty best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, what is it? I'm a pretty best friend because chances are you're not. Um, <laughs> I'm a wise bro because there's only two of us, but we definitely have had a third for a couple years. Uh, what, you know, so we'll find out. It's coming up soon, guys. Stick, stay tuned because you're not gonna want to miss it. Uh, get a custom blaze shirt made just for you. He's been knitting them all fall, and he's ready to give them out. It's like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> he 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 bought all the material from Build a Bear. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a a risk for sure, you know, uh, from a business standpoint. But I think the product is really good. Build a Bear sweater. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right let's get into these fan questions now i'm going to preface this real fast before we get into the fan questions we had quite a bit of fan questions thank you guys so much for participating uh on the exile bros page matt and i put a q a up and i have saved all the questions that were asked in that 24-hour period slash some of you have been still messaging me even up to today uh my records are kind of a mess because i'm looking through not only the responses from the story slash also my inbox uh so i apologize if i miss you but we did get a lot. Uh, I'm going to filter some out because some of them have been questions already answered on this podcast. For instance, how long have you been doing Fright Fest or things like how have you found out about Fright Fest, XYZ. We've talked about that over the last few podcasts anyway. So I'll filter out some of those, but we're going to get right into it right now. And the first one is coming from the username Jinx underscore Spam. And here they ask, what is your favorite scary movie? 
That's a scream reference, if you're wondering. Oh. Sydney, Sydney, what's your favorite scary movie? Okay, this is really hard because like I love horror movies and you know I I can I go with three? Can I like answer three? Yeah. Go for sure. it. Okay, so I think I think my top scary movie of all time would be The Exorcist. Nice. I hate I hate anything demonic. I hate every like possessions like that. Like that really terrifies me. Like I can't tell you. Okay, so I remember as a kid I watched that movie. I couldn't sleep for like 3 days because I was so terrified to go to sleep because I would see like the face of um you know yeah, yeah, that <laughs> and like that yeah dude it just it scared the crap out of me like I I couldn't sleep and that's my number one scary movie. I I hate anything like that. And the name Even, of like that girl. Dark... like what's her name? Becky Ron, no. uh, Chip Skylark? No. no. <laughs> uh, it's Reagan. It a... Reagan. Reagan. It's Reagan. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chip What's yeah, the hell, Becky? Yeah, Chip Sky. That's a shout out for anybody. My shiny teeth and me. But, anyways. <laughs> that's definitely, yeah, that's really scary. The makeup in that, too, is like, you know, so iconic. and It is. It's just, it's just scary. I hate that movie. I mean, I'll watch it today, like, because I'm, you know, I'm a little older and braver to watch it, but... <laughs> yeah. I, Which, yeah, I hate Let me that. be the one to say it. Um, it's a little bit ironic, because you just said you hated all things demonic, but, you know... Yeah. You start with plays the demon, so... And that's wow. so funny, because I was How like, I, I was, I was nervous to even play a demon, too, because, like, you know, I don't know, like, that's just... To me, that's really scary. Like that's true. I thought. Yeah. I even thought, like, even during the season, I was like, "Am I gonna get possessed because I'm playing a demon?" Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I I don't want to be like playing fire with fire, you know. That's true. But that, you know, that funny... actually go for it. Sorry, that kind of made me like, you know, face my fear because, like, okay, I'm a demon, so I'm gonna become a demon and not be as scared of demons. So, like, my phrase with like my phrase. It's funny because now if I'm going into a situation where I'm like, I'm kind of nervous or I'm scared, I'd be like, what would Blaze do? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what would, what would what Blaze, Blaze the demon do? do? <laughs> what would Blaze the demon do? Oh, man, that's that's funny. Well, the thing about the, the demons at Fright Fest, though, too, um, is that they're very stylistic and they're very um, character. You know, they look like a character out of a horror movie, which is really fun because... Yeah, man, possession stuff. That's a uh, that's a whole other monster for sure. You know, yeah. For I, I get why that could definitely be pretty terrifying. So, but the demons at Fright Fest definitely feel like less of possession demons and more like stylistic like creatures you would find from a really cool like monster film, which is one of the things I love about Fright Fest is definitely the makeup. So. Yeah. Um, my second one would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think. Oh. Because growing up, it's like, fun. you know, it, it's it's based on a true story, I think. Um, I know a little backstory, like, you know, pe- like there was a guy that would cut people's faces off and, like, wear them. And, um, you know, just there's, like, the ending scene of the original one where he's, like, you know, going crazy with the chainsaw. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know Iconic. what I'm talking about. Oh, I know. That's yeah, we like, recreated it with Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, a, like, I felt like that was, I don't know, it felt like empowering because he had a chainsaw and it was just like, he's just, you know, the ending of the movie, but he was like, just going berserk with it, you know? And like, I thought that was like the coolest thing because I remember like in that, uh, that haunt that I was talking about earlier where I volunteered, um, there was a scene where uh, it was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and a guy came in with, like, a Leatherface mask and, like, came in with a chainsaw and, like, would, like, scare people. And I was like, oh, man, that, like, I, that scared me and I thought that was the coolest thing. So that's why I went back and watched the movie and I was like, oh, man, that's what it's all about. Like, I think this is, a really cool character so that's that's my second favorite my third favorite scary movie would be like the conjuring series i think that's really well put together you know not a lot of things scare me nowadays because it's kind of like cheesy and like cgi and stuff with like you know other horror movies but i think this one you know it's based on true stories and they really bring it to life you know the the possessions and like demonic things and stuff like that like that really scares me and for them to bring it to an extreme level for nowadays, that's that that really gets me. So those definitely. those three definitely those are my favorite scary movies. Yeah, those are some iconic ones you mentioned. Especially Exorcist really is a icon in the horror industry for sure, for a lot of reasons. But yeah, great, awesome. All right, our next question comes from our pal Tricks the Trickster over here, and here she asks. With your background being in baseball, did you ever see yourself in this field? Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's that's honestly a really good question because like I never thought baseball would ever be like part of my scare technique because I mean I would I was always sliding into like second base or third base or whatever. But putting that to, you know, sliding it, it just went hand in hand for me because it, it was it felt natural. So to see that one the very first time I saw a slider, I was like, holy cow, like that's really cool. Like I could do that. And when I tried it, I was like, oh man, this is so easy. Like it, it came so natural to me because <laughs> of baseball, you know? Nice. Yeah. On a side note on that too, I think I noticed a unique style that you have coming from a, a baseball background. And I've also known hockey players who slide, and I notice a unique style that they have based on their hockey background. And I'd like to think that we bring a unique style on it too, based on a soccer background. But I just think it's Definitely. interesting the different sport backgrounds coming into play here. Yeah, that's that's really funny to think about too. I I do the one-footed slide tackle slide all the time. <laughs> I, that's like one of my go-to slides. Like no hands, like the sliding with my foot out. I love that one. That's definitely re- reminiscent of my years playing soccer for sure. And it's so funny because, like, uh, like for me, I think what comes natural to me for sliding is uh, the head first slide with my hands for okay. uh, like in front of me, and that's like that's my fa- one of my favorite things. I think we call it like the Superman, where we go under the bar, and I'm like yeah. I'm full arms and legs out. Like that that comes natural because it's always like a head uh, head first slide into second or third, whatever, and that to me it's. Uh, it comes natural to doing that one. That one's that one's my favorite one to do. Definitely. Nice. That's fun. All right. This next question, it's not really a question, I should say, but it comes more of a comment. 
Uh, it comes from, and pardon me if I get this name wrong, Erzulizozo93, and the, it, the comment states, not really a question, but a compliment, you're awesome. So, there's a little more. Oh, man, they, shout out to <laughs> Erzuz, what was it? Uh, shout out Erzuli, to Erzulizozo. Erzulizozo, dude, shout out, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> awesome. The next one, it was it was paid, I, we, we, we paid her to put that in there. Just to make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I... All right. Our next question comes from Jekyll the Clown. And here they say, does he or even you guys, this is for me and Matt as well, does he or even you guys ever get tired of prosthetics glued on your face after a while? Oh, no. I, I no. Love... The funny thing is nobody can see our faces right now because it's a podcast, but Matt is looking at me with intent in his eyes and pointing at me. So he... <laughs> But go ahead, Blaze. Go ahead and answer this first little guitar. <laughs> what we're gonna say. <laughs> I love prosthetics. Like I like I feel so not not honored, but like it's like one of my favorite things to do is to put a prosthetic on. And I don't care how like cause that's what I signed up for. Like putting glue all over my face, put makeup. I like if my face feels crunchy by the end of the night, like I I love it, you know? Like I love the smell of the makeup. It's honestly this season has made me realize like I I would cut off my finger to to do it like again you know but that's like yeah I know I I never get tired of it like I love being in makeup totally no I I agree I love being in prosthetics it makes you feel like a different it really changes your personality like it really like helps me get into the mindset of my character and what I'm going to be doing for the whole night and it definitely helps me to really go for it when it comes to some of the situations, I either scaring or whatever you're, you're interacting with the guests. It definitely inspires me to really go for it because you're just like a different person. You look in the mirror and you're like, wow, that doesn't look like me, especially with our clown wigs too. You know, even my hair is different. <laughs> Everything about me looks different. I'm just become this, you know, I can, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not in character the entire night. Like when I'm, when I'm behind the scenes, you know, I'm definitely, you know, just relaxing, hanging out, normal guy, but but definitely helps me to really focus and be in character, seeing myself. I will say, though, it definitely has its drawbacks because prosthetics themselves are very comfortable once they're on. The process of getting them on and off is a little bit complicated, especially when you're getting it day in, day out, every single day for a month and a half straight. It starts definitely just like everything in the event has a wear and tear in your body. Uh, you know, with, you know, your skin, definitely you have to take really good care of your skin. Um, and sometimes there's sometimes at night where I'm just like, wow, I can't wait to get this off me and just take a hot shower and just go to sleep. You know, <laughs> like there's definitely sometimes where I want this, like the, the sticky glue off my face. Um, cause once, once it's on, it's not that bad cause you really forget it's even there cause it moves with your face too. Um, you know, any makeup artist will tell you, yeah, once you, once it's on, you can move it. It won't come off. It's, it's like stuck to your face. Like you don't have to worry about like rubbing it off. Like just act like it's your normal face and it really does become part of you, but it, it definitely is a process. I'll, I'll say for sure. What do you have to say about it, Matt? Oh boy. Thank you for asking this question. <laughs> Jack of the clown. We, we had one positive response. Uh, we had one, you know, middle, middle of the field response. <laughs> so I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> okay, let me set a picture for you here. Okay. You it's a uh, it's Saturday. It's Saturday in October in Southern California. 
Uh, you just finished Friday night uh, yesterday working at Fright Fest, and you just uh, ran anywhere between 10 and 26 miles the night before. You didn't get great sleep. <laughs> you <laughs> clock in, and it's 4 p.m., and you're already sweating because this is Southern California. You sit down, and someone takes 45 minutes gluing and applying something to your face. <laughs> Uh, it is the most uncomfortable feeling in that moment and it just the sticky glue getting pressed against your skin (laughs) as they place this this foam prosthetic on your face uh to me is the most uncomfortable feeling and it's so miserable (laughs) to have applied (laughs) to have applied That, that being said you guys are right. It's it's the coolest thing ever when you get to perform in them. It becomes your face. You never have to worry about it shifting or falling off like like a mask would getting in your face. So for that, I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful for the amount of money that's been put into, you know, making our faces look the way it has every night. It's it's incredible. Yeah, and, really. time, and time, too. Yes. But when that glue touches your already sweating, freshly shaven face, <laughs> when all you want to do is go to sleep, that is the most uncomfortable feeling, and that is how, that is my stance on prosthetics. And I had a bad dream the other day, and it is not even close to Fright Fest 2021 <laughs> about these prosthetics going on my face. But that being said, I'm so grateful for them, and they really are amazing. Um, I will say, what well, like to go off of what Nate said, like when you put these prosthetics on. I, I always say to people like it's it's crazy to me that that personality that you become is inside you somewhere, you know. Yes. You know, for example, like that dude plays the demon. That's a character that's inside my brain somewhere. Or if I'm a skull up on exile, you know, being silent, that's somewhere inside my mind where I can create. Like your imagination goes off of whatever character you are, and that prosthetic helps. You know, you you see it and you're like, okay, this is the type of character I am. Now let me see if I can, like, you know, find that character. And that's crazy. Like that, that's just so bizarre to me. Like you can bring a character to life, but that's somewhere inside of you as a personality. Definitely, Mm -hmm. totally, totally Um, agree. And I also want to finish this by saying, just like everything else, when it comes to working at a haunt. If for anybody looking to get into haunts or for using prosthetics, it, it all it, it always is the same concept is just preparation and taking the time that is necessary to prepare for working at a haunt. Obviously, we've talked about the physical aspect of it in the first podcast that Blaze had with Matt and I on it. We talked about how we prepare each day for it uh, physically. You know, it was definitely a physical aspect to it and like nutritionally as well. Uh, but your skin is also one of those things because your skin is important. You know, it's part of you. You got to take care of your body and it's very important. Self-care is very important. And taking care of yourself is is incredibly important, especially when you're getting, you know, it glued on and, and taken off every single day. Uh, of course, we have very talented artists who are not only incredibly gentle at Fright Fest, they're also talented when it comes to how the look is. And they're also very talented taking it off and they know how to take it off safely. And they've gone to school for taking it off safely. So they do it and they do it safely, but it still is getting ripped off your face every night. And so it just comes down to a matter of fact of 
preparing your skin for it. If you're using prosthetics, making sure you you know you have enough skincare products at, at home to really make sure that you know you're taking good care of your face because it is definitely important for those extra steps to really make your life a lot more comfortable for the months you're working on. So that's my piece. Yeah. Let's go to the next question. Cheers, uh, this one's cheers, a Dave. lot more. Thank you. Cheers. This one's a lot that. more. I'll clap for that. I'll clap for that. <laughs> This one, uh, on a lot more of a lighter note, this next question comes from Fink underscore scares. Shout out to our magical friend, Fink, from Fright Fest. Here he asks, did somebody say Denny's? Oh. <laughs> Who said Denny's? Who said De- I didn't say Denny's. Did you say I heard. I heard it. I, heard I definitely didn't say, say it. I did. Who said I heard it? I didn't say it, though. Who said Denny's? I. Wait, so we're going to Denny's, or what's what's the move? <laughs> Who, you, who knows? you know what's, what's funny? Come, come 2021, watch people like be listening to this and go come up to us and be like, somebody say Denny's? Yeah, please. If, <laughs> if you anyone's imagine? listening to this, come to us during Fright Fest and just say, who said Denny's? <laughs> if you want a watch reaction. Just break all character and just say, <laughs> like, I, oh. I didn't say it, but I heard it. <laughs> I think, dude, did Matt say it? No, no I didn't say it. I was well, hearing I, it. Who said it then? Who said Denny's? I I I I didn't say it, but I heard it. Like I, dude, I can't, I I hope somebody comes up to us. <laughs> I mean, this joke goes back a long ways for everybody listening. This is a this is a a year like years and years. This joke has gone on, and we still don't know who said Denny's. But it started because you know, like we've talked about it before, how every night we're always like looking to go get food afterwards, and we'll be talking in the parking lot. And just hanging out because a lot of us at, at Haunt are friends. And someone will, you know, to break the ice, will be like, okay, let's go to Denny's. Or someone will be like, wait, someone say Denny's? Like, you know, to usher everyone to go get food because we're all starving. But it's a long story. But, yeah, we definitely said Denny's. Someone said it. We don't know who, but hopefully by next year we'll be able to figure it out. On to the next question. <laughs> wait, but all so right. wait, right now who said Denny's, though? I don't know. I think it was Fink. So I want everybody listening to this podcast to go to Instagram. Go to Fink underscore scares and i want you to ask him if he said denny's because i'm not yes. sure also yes. ask him to do magic for you because he will he will respond <laughs> message him right now and ask him to do magic he'll respond <laughs> <laughs> all right this next one comes from hold on a lot of these are questions we already went over oh uh, here's a fun one this next one comes from albert Mon- Montiel, Albert Montiel, and here they say, uh, does Blaze sometimes use his boohoo bazooka? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't have a boohoo zooka, but the, the reason why that thing came, okay, so I think I should make one. I think I'm going to make one. <laughs> but well, it's, it's funny because yeah. it's a prop that we use for the show, the sliding show. Yeah, it's and, part of our, our limbo bar. And it looks like a bazooka. So I carried <laughs> it around, like, pretending to shoot people. And that's fun. Like, that's a funny scare tactic because, like, it looks like I'm holding a bazooka. So I'll put it in people's faces and be like, oh, oh I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. And people are, like, flinching because they think it's a real thing. Like, I'm going to shoot air or something. But it's it's yeah. not. It's just, a, it's just a prop <laughs> to hold up a, a limbo yeah. bar. 
And it's funny you have. I know you have a shirt with that as well. I think uh, uh, the artist rotting pork actually made uh, artwork of you holding the boohoo bazooka. Yeah, and that's like the funniest thing. It's like it. It that thing <laughs> looks pretty badass. Like it does. Thank you. Thank you, because, fun fact, Matt and I actually made that. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, uh, Matt, Matt and I, we, we, we made and painted that together, so. I, I made sure to carry that thing out for the show, and, like, that was my prop for for, <laughs> the, for just, like, the only 10 minutes that I was holding it, you know? Wow. I was like, I, nobody I, I always touched got, it. Yeah, I always got stuck with the cones, man. That was the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh, I'll let you so guys funny. borrow it next year or something. I'll let you guys use Thanks. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like we made it, so maybe, but it's cool. If not, it's fine. <laughs> as long as I get to write boohoo zuka on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, don't call us. We'll call you. We'll have our people get back there. So. <laughs> it's all we need to see here for today. <laughs> all right. This next question comes from Bronx fifteen underscore, and I'm not sure if you know. We we know Bronx. I know we met him. He actually works at Knotts and Queen Mary. Or at oh. least he's, he's worked at both before. He is one of the Queen Mary Sliders. He was also in Carnival, and I know you've met him before. Um, okay. I know Matt and I know him as well. But oh, here yeah. he asks, Bronx, you know who I'm talking about? Here he What's asks, he says, he says, from what I heard, it seems like y'all know how to party. When are we oh. party? Oh! <laughs> my dog. My yes, dog. That question. That's why I wanted to. Heck yeah. My name's Blaze, and I like to party. <laughs> Uh, uh, hi, my name is Nate, and I also like to party. No, wait, no, you had to say something else. I no, my that's, that's Blaze, and I said I like to party. No, 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 I'm Blaze, and I like to party. So you introduce yourself as Nate, and I like to party. No, okay, well, well, who is he? So I wanna, I wanna kind of phone in for a second. My name's Matt, and I like to party. And uh, on a side <laughs> note, I saw Bronx. Uh, I saw him last year. I actually filmed him in Carnival sliding around, and he was eating. Uh, he was eating a napkin and a box of um, holding like a, a container that held some French fries. <laughs> he likes the party. He gets Definitely. it. Definitely. Oh, he gets it. I mean, are you really a clown if you haven't eaten a napkin in front of somebody? Because heavens know, I have definitely eaten a napkin in front of some guests. I've eaten Every- a map. A park map. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Those are always fun. But we'll definitely we'll definitely party soon. We'll definitely party soon, Bronx. We'll we'll have our people contact your people. <laughs> our party committee. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for phoning again. Oh man, that's great. My dog. Next My dog. question comes from PTV underscore Roman. And here PTV underscore Roman. Here they ask, what is your favorite memory at Demon's Door? My favorite memory at Demon's Door. Hmm. Oh, okay. My favorite memory is definitely there. Okay, so right in front of the fountain, we were able to like slide around there. And that's like my favorite area to slide in. And because um, it's so smooth and, you know, you can you can get some speed and you can go far. And my favorite thing to do was to see how far I could go. And I would start at one end and end up at the churro cart. And the churro right. people would be like, yo, dude, that was so cool. Like, <laughs> do you want a churro? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, not that I would ever, like, take one. But, I mean, it'd be cool if they did give me one. 
<laughs> and I'm the guy that's had guests bring him funnel cakes. You know, the works. <laughs> Maybe I'll get, have somebody bring me a car next time or I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should have somebody bring you some talent. <laughs> Ouch. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Who said that? Who said, was that yeah, the Dennis guy? Who said I'm that? Def- I'm definitely going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be me answering questions, and then it's just going to be me and Matt talking. It's just, <laughs> just my, my voice is a Siri voice. <laughs> Place, what is your favorite memory? Yeah, definitely seen how far I could slide at Demon's Door. Oh, the cool thing, too, in Demon's Door, I really... Okay, so I didn't know this, but there was a guy in charge of the flames in the fountain. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I thought it was just, like, going off randomly. You know, it'd be like... Like, you know, the fire yeah. just going off. I thought it was, like, a timer or something. But come to find out, there was a guy in the back, like pushing it when people would walk by i was like what no way so i went over there one time i was like hey this is where you guys like shoot out the fire they're like yeah dude you want to try it i was like oh hell yeah let's do it so there was a time i was like pushing the button to shoot out the flames i was like no way like this is so cool (laughs) so i was like scaring people with fire you know people would walk by and be like (laughs) that's great that was definitely definitely unique experience Definitely, you. Yeah, not a lot of people could say they shot off a, a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right. This next question comes from Dancing Underscore Table, and I do have to say that Dancing Underscore Table. I I know that name by now because every single one of these podcasts they have asked a question. So shout out to Dancing Underscore Table for always asking questions. We really appreciate it. And yeah, I knew for sure. underscore table, like exactly. And uh, they, you know, they asked a question that was um, already kind of answered in the podcast, but because they've been so loyal and asking questions, I thought I'd ask it again. So okay, the answer underscore table. Here they say, "How do you maintain your name, Blaze, having portrayed different characters?" Um. Yeah. Like I said, like he's an action figure. Bla- like <laughs> Blaze. I. I don't know. I. I don't know. I, to me, Blaze sounds like a badass name. Like. I I think you know I gave myself that haunt name. I know it's like in different traditions through other haunts, like uh, veterans give you a haunt name. But you know, since I was gonna be a demon, I thought Blaze was really fitting. So um, g- being in Demon Store, I was that dude Blaze the demon. Going to Exile Hill, I was that dude Blaze. Or no, I was uh dat dapper dude blaze because i look so good <laughs> and um <laughs> you know going i kept the name dat dude blaze into city under siege but it kind of like mixed up a little bit it was dat dude boohoo just because my butt said boohoo so uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where that came from honestly but like i thought it was funny because like my front side said haha and then my back side said boohoo because it was like a dual personality you know my front like the front side was happy and the back side was sad um <laughs> so uh, definitely he's still blaze um but yeah that's how i i i go about it just he's a, he's an action figure you can dress him up however you want and he's still <laughs> the same person 
now with opposable appendages. <laughs> the Blaze action figure. Yeah, you're gonna get. You guys are gonna see that. Watch that be put up on his uh, shop soon. Now selling Blaze action figures. Accessories. The Datu Blaze Buhuzuka. Buhuzuka. <laughs> that Matt and I will probably also be making. So, all right. <laughs> on to the next Thanks, question. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Yeah, of course. Anything for you. All right. Next question comes from. This name is okay. It's spelled G W A P. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Guap underscore Kevin. And here they ask, you guys are all good sliders, but what do I do to make my hand spark? Please help me. Emphasize. He said, please help me. He needs some help. Thank you. Um, First of all, they, yeah, thank you, thank you, uh, Kevin. I appreciate it. Thanks for you know the compliment. Definitely, I uh, worked really hard on that. But go ahead and take dude, it from Blaze. It's not. It's not sliding. It's falling in style. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, you know, we're very privileged to have these gloves that come from a company, and they put so much hard work and effort into these things. Like these are so heavy duty. They end up putting a what would you guys call it? What kind of like metal do they attach to it? Um, Different types. But. There's two. There's two main. The two main types are mish metal and mish metal. Mish, okay. Mish metal. Yeah. So if you're googling that, mish metal, and then the other one is ferrosium. Ferrosium with an F. Ferrosium, like a ferro rod. Yes. So you can actually. There's also a thing called like a flint striker, and that's to yeah. you know. For like Boy Scouts or like, you know, if you're going, not even Boy Scouts, but like if you're going camping and you're trying to start like a homemade fire, you get these things called the Flint Strikers and they're usually like six or seven bucks and they come with like a little metal piece with like teeth and then another like, uh, uh, it's called the Flint and then you strike it, you kind of like rub it together and it causes like a, like some sparks, but you can take that and you can um, take the plastic piece off and glue it onto your glove and that's uh usually that i use that for like my shoes if i want to like you know make some more sparks um but you can put that on your glove definitely and um that'll cause some like some pretty pretty big sparks definitely um matt mentioned the ferrosium rods which are very handy as well and they spark very good the only and there you know you can get them not for super expensive online as well. Uh, the only thing is generally you're gonna have to cut the rod and you're gonna have to fashion it to your glove and it can be you know it does take a little bit of fabricating, uh, not too difficult. Definitely like I would say like an intermediate level of fabrication, so not not super hard. But another really easy fix like you were saying with the flint striker is the uh, so razor scooter. Uh, uh, years ago oh. started um they have a, a type of scooter known as i think it's called like the sparker or something like that it's a scooter where where you put your foot on the, the back to break it and it has a little spark pad that actually creates sparks and it's basically a little, a little plastic strip with four little uh like little pieces of i don't know what they are they might be like flint they might be ferrosium uh mish metal but that's really cheap and really easy. I think you can get it for like anywhere from 20 to 30 bucks online. And those already come. All you have to do is just put that on uh, the knuckle, like the inside knuckle part of your hand right below your fingers. And then just make sure you tape it on really well. Um, wouldn't recommend gluing it just because you're going to want to replace them eventually. But that's a very uh, simple and easy way to get some sparks if you're looking um, 
to get sparks on a budget without having to really fabricate any type of metal on I remember I remember going to like Target like in 2012 when you know I first became a slider and uh, that would, I'd like I bought like a couple packs of those they used to have some yeah. in like dual packs yeah yeah uh, they they might have been still at Walmart but I I don't know I haven't looked for yeah, them recently it's been a while since I had to make my own with sparks but yeah those those were like pretty handy it's it's so much fun too because like you 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 know sliding is almost like a science because like you're learning what works and what doesn't and to build things on your own it's it's kind of like rewarding because you're like oh man like this is so cool that i i made this and what else did i use i remember using I don't know if you guys okay so like just like the flint strikers there was also these it was like a triangle um you can get this like at uh Lowe's that's this is where I got it it was like at Lowe's um or Ace Hardware and it was like a triangle and it came with like three pieces of flint and I would use those on the fingertips and they're replacements for like uh the ones where you uh you squeeze with your hand, you squeeze it and it, it uh causes like a spark. Okay. The starters. Yeah, so it's like to like light candles or you know, like a like a little fire or something, but they're they're kind of thing they're fingertip uh that's what I used them for. They were like for fingertips and they had like three pieces of flint and that's what I would use to like spark on the ground. Yeah, there's a million ways to do it, you uh, know, it's trial and error like you said. And uh, look up some reviews before you buy and make sure that you're not buying something that's super fragile or fracture really easy. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, and the thing, too, some sometimes it can be dangerous, though. Like, if you're trying to fabricate it, because I remember one time trying to get a piece of, like, uh, I can't remember, it was, like, magnesium or whatever we were using. Um, I had somebody try to, like, uh, break me off a piece. And when we were trying to drill into it, it caused like a big old like fire and i was like oh oh, oh. and we had to like, like sparks yeah Tons yeah of sparks. so it's really dangerous to play with or like try to experiment with too so definitely keep in mind you you do have to be careful with that yeah you because again it is a sparking rod and if you're drilling it and when we say fabricating we're talking about fashioning it uh to an acceptable shape or size to fit onto a glove or gear is when i say fabricating so you know, for instance, when we use ferocium for our gear, I remember that the rods came in in these really long rods. And uh, Matt, we have a Dremel, and he actually grinded it down himself. But it caused obviously a lot of sparks because you're taking a spinning piece of stone basically onto a sparking rod, and that's of course the main purpose of that is a spark. So it will cause a lot of sparks. Definitely, um, I, I'm going to say as a disclaimer, just for our own sake. Uh, let's just say 18 and up, you know, or find a parent or guardian to help you out if you're under 18. Cause I know we do have some fans who are under the age of 18. So definitely, and make sure you, you wear the proper protective gear cause it can be a little dangerous. So yes. definitely, to pre- definitely to preface this before you go out and try it. It is doable. Like I said, it's not, you know, I wouldn't say beginner level stuff to fabricate. Definitely. I would say definitely about intermediate level fabrication, but you know, it's definitely doable. Just make sure you're wearing the proper gear and keep yourself safe, self care. Today's message, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next question uh, comes from a uh, guy is actually a really awesome guy. Uh, dudes love dude loves theme parks. You guys know him, uh, Chris, Chris and Alyssa. Yo, I'm going to name him by name. Because, 
These guys are great. Um, I got to say, before I ask this question, Chris and Alyssa are some of the Fright Fest I can call mega fans, and they have become friends of ours, personal friends of ours over the years. It started out them just coming as fans, but we now know them pretty well just from years of working and also, you know, even, you know, hanging out with them, you know, outside of Fright Fest is awesome. Yeah. Chris and Alyssa, you guys it's- rock. Okay, side note, real quick. Alyssa, I remember, okay, so she became, okay, so I think this is the way it goes. So Alyssa was actually one of my fans first, and Chris was one of your guys' fans first. And, like, yeah, they ended up meeting together up on Exile. But it was funny because I remember, you know, one night it was Alyssa that came up and was like, oh, can we take a picture? And we took a picture. It was like a funny picture. Like, we had our hand, like, it was like a, you know, uh, I had my hands on my knees and like I like hunched down to take a picture with them and it was it was kind of funny it was cute you know and then um, I think it was like the next week or something they're trying to look for they're like hey is this you is this are you this demon but it's funny because like throughout <laughs> the time I had I went through like different makeups and stuff as a demon so we were just you, you know trying different stuff out and I didn't look the way I looked the week before so like hey is this you and I was like yeah that's me and like oh my god okay yeah so like that's how i met um Alyssa, and you know it's like you know like oh you're so you, you know you're one of our favorites so we want to take a picture with you and um it's crazy how like you know since then now we're we're all we're all friends yeah so yeah. it's so funny um talk about just that's really one of the reasons why we love the haunt and the haunt community so much is because you, you get these relationships like this with people you, you probably would never meet you know, in your entire life, like us becoming friends and on a funnier note, uh, them meeting actually, cause they, I, I believe they, they first met, they're dating now, uh, for years too, but they first met while watching us perform at Fright Fest too, which is really <laughs> awesome. And here's the thing, really I'm going to cool. say it right now, just so it's on record. Uh, we expect a wedding invite in the future whenever you guys get married. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, you guys are awesome. Seriously. Thank you so much for all the years of support. Really appreciate it. Love you guys. You guys. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and give another shout out. Everyone, go on Instagram. Dude loves theme parks. Give him a follow. He loves theme parks, and he loves the posts about them. So go give Chris a follow at Dude Loves Theme Parks on Instagram. Uh, but anyways, here he asked, "Will we see any new, uh, any upcoming looks and/or surprises for the new year?" So, so new nice. upcoming looks or any surprises for the new year? Oh, okay. So definitely. Um, I have a friend that I used to work with at Disney and he is a cosplayer, big time cosplayer. And, you know, he's really well known going to these events like WonderCon, you know, Comic-Con, you name it. And he dresses up, he he makes his own stuff. And I showed him like that I made my Blaze costume by hand. You know, I made everything by myself. I I, you know, I was really proud of what I did. And he goes, oh, man, like he was shooting me ideas and was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And I'm like, yo, that would be so cool. So there's definitely some surprises coming up. Uh, I haven't really shown I shown you guys. And uh, yes, I hope uh, I hope it it blows people out of the water. You know, like I, I'm definitely modifying everything that I have. So I, I want to make everything better. And so that way it lasts through the whole season. But I have a couple things up my sleeve that is going to be pretty, pretty badass. Uh, so, yes. I mean, 
I can say we're we're gonna hopefully see Blaze lighting up like a Roman candle this next <laughs> week. Definitely. So <laughs> all right. The next question comes from Jay's Adventure. Jay's Adventure. Uh, and here no. he says Yeah, I know we know Jay Jay. Uh he uh, he's the one that won your contest, didn't he? He won a giveaway yeah. from you recently, he, I believe. Uh-huh. Couple awesome. of, yeah, couple contests back. He won a T-shirt of my face. So, shout out to Jay's awesome. adventure. So I'm sure this might be a little biased. <laughs> That's funny because it's actually a shout out. It's not even a question. It just says Blaze. This is not really a question, but I just wanted to say you're amazing and keep being you. Jay's hey, adventure. shout out, shout out. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Honestly, the next I'm just, question. I, let's go for it. Yeah. I, I'm just having fun, and you know, I'm glad people are having fun with me. You know, like I hope my personality and my character comes off as like you know i'm just doing my thing and if you guys like it thank you thank you for for the love and support honestly awesome all right the next question comes from hunter price and this is a question we kind of talked about a little bit but what is your most embarrassing moment or moments most embarrassing moments oh okay we talked about scare fails but what, what would you say is the most embarrassing most embarrassing. I remember there was one time in Demon Store where I went for a slide, and all of a sudden I hear, and I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> I look down and my pants are ripped in in my front crotch area. So I felt a breeze, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I need to go fix it i need to go off i i need to I need to find some more pants or something but that's probably <laughs> my most embarrassing moment when my pants ripped <laughs> i remember i remember seeing you coming in from that too because <laughs> heaven knows I, that's happened to me a few times as well i oh, definitely yeah. have had my fair share of pants rips before it happens you're sliding yeah. you're, you're you're crouching you're jumping around like a little ninja out there i mean what what can you do? You know, it's it's gonna <laughs> it's it's inevitable. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, especially Definitely. I mean, sliding is sliding itself is just so destructive. You know, uh, if you think about it, like because you're literally grinding down your gear per use. You know, um, essentially. So with that being said, it's it takes its wear and tear on everything: your costume, your shoes, your pants. You know, everything. If you're doing tricks like we were doing for the show, you know, I've had little scuffs on my costume and like shirt and stuff even so. Definitely. Um, second embarrassing thing, I have to say, like, yeah. uh, part of the show when I uh, went for the three man jump, and I totally clipped somebody and I ate it, and I, <laughs> I rolled into it and uh, I, Hi, I played it off. My as name is Ryan. I... <laughs> I bet you're wondering how I got myself into this situation. <laughs> yeah. So that funny story about that, like. I ended up getting uh, 1.5 million views on that TikTok video <laughs> that I made. <laughs> so if you see see that video somewhere, like that's it. like that that blew me up a little bit. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. All right, here uh, our next question comes from Bradley Sanders, Maine, and here they ask, "What's your favorite scare zone?" It's a multi-tiered question. What's your favorite scare zone? If you could make one, what would it be? And what are the rules of on props in Fright Fest? Nice. 
Okay, okay. My favorite scare zone. Okay, definitely I'm going to throw OG. Demon Store is my favorite. Hands down. My my favorite. I will, like, if I could get that tattooed on me, I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, a, it's so unique, that scare zone, you know, because it's got uh, so many different elements. Um, my favorite part of it was the UV lights in it because your makeup would look one way and then when you turn into the uv light it it just glue you know and uh me and my makeup artist at the time um she no longer works there but shout out to brenda you know we played so much with that makeup and it was fun to you know try different things and you know uh the lines at the beginning like once we figured out like this is the type of makeup style we want you know she put would put like veins that would glow in the dark and that was like my favorite favorite part of that makeup was just like turning into the light and just seeing my face glow but definitely that's that's definitely you know that holds a true place in my heart uh is demon's door and uh, what was the second part of that question? Second part was, if you could make one, what would it be? Okay, we talked about this in our the last episode, but definitely, I I would love to put a black and white uh, scare zone, like nice. a film noir, a blaze noir, if you will. <laughs> it's just all strobe lights, black and white, and. Man, that would that would mess up so many people. I think like that'd be <laughs> so much fun. It would just be to have, like honestly, like I'm picturing it. I think it'd be pretty cool to have it in like either, you know, Demon Store if like Demon Store ever got get discontinued, or in City Under Siege. Like that'd be pretty epic to put. Um, totally. And the third and then, question was, what are the rules on props? What are the rules on props? Props, um, you have to get it, uh, you know, approved by creative. So Mark Wing, our creative director, he has to look at the prop and see if it fits in that scare zone and if it's going to be safe to use. So um, Correct, yes. It also has to get cleared by safety as well, I should mention. Yeah, got to get cleared by safety, um, you know. It just has to fit with the theme, make sure it's cleared by safety, and uh, if it looks right, you know, um, you don't want to have to be carrying a, around a prop that you're only going to use for a certain amount of time or like a certain, uh, you know, a couple scares and then you're going to put it back. But yeah, so that's, totally. that's the way the props go. Yeah, and I think, you know, it definitely, like you said, has to fit the character. Um, it has to really just, it, you know, it, it doesn't have to be the only thing you're scaring with. Much like sliding shouldn't be the only scare tactic you're using. Uh, like, for instance, uh, the blue clown loves to carry around his little air bazooka, which is a, is a ton of fun to use. But that really comes in when I'm trying to save my energy for the slideshow or trying to save my, you know, instead of just going around sliding like a maniac, which I'm usually doing. It gives me like a little 30-minute break where I can switch it up and use the air cannon for a little bit before getting back into sliding like crazy. So, you know, definitely just yeah, it has to be a useful tool as well. So, uh, and safety, safety definitely. It's, you know, um, Six Flags is very big on their safety protocols. It's one of the I would say that probably the most important thing to them. So, for anybody listening. All right, our next question it, it comes from. Oh boy, here we go comes from kingsfan94 
Kings oh, fan I score 94. My dog. Michael. Yeah, we another uh, actually another uh, former slider from Six Flags. He used to slide with Matt and I up on Exile. Um, but he's got a really, you know, he's co- he's asking a really controversial question, and it says, Uh-oh. "Blaze, is he truly the coolest clown?" <laughs> Duh. It's not even controversial. There's like, there's no contest to that. I am the coolest clown. Ask um, anybody. Ask my mom, Mrs. Weiss, Susan Weiss. <laughs> Shout out to S. Weiss, uh, Matt and I's biological mother. My mom. <laughs> She's, I'm her favorite. So, I mean, <laughs> I think I, I, I think I'm cool. My mom thinks I'm cool. So. It's really based on, on opinion for everybody else. This is an automated yeah. voice message to say Blaze is not the coolest clown. Okay, who said that? <laughs> Somebody say Denny's. Who yeah, said Denny's? You know, it's always funny, like, posting contests, too, on that. Like, uh, vote for the mayor of Gotham or, or whatnot. <laughs> and I, I do kind of love the fact that so many of us clowns are just a uh, different shade of color. And along with that different shade of color comes personality. And it's just really cool, like being able to see at least at least the big four, you know, like Tweak it, and uh, Blaze and then Nate and I. It's kind of like just those four huge, like very similar hairstyle, very similar, like just fluorescent color clowns. It's really fun see, seeing people like go back and forth between the, who, the, who they like the best and stuff like that. It's really funny, actually. <laughs> it reminds me of like... Uh... What's that one night show? Like they have like the Green Knight and the Blue. It's like which <laughs> oh, one's your favorite time. clown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like right. this section is the pink clown. This section is the blue clown. Uh, funny enough, this is, this is a whole fun insider tip for anybody listening: is that we actually tossed around a Medieval Times segment prior to the slideshow, Sliders of the Night. We had joked about doing some kind of medieval time scene thing where we had everyone was a different section with and like passing out little flags and stuff. But <laughs> it became a little bit too much because we just didn't have time for it. But something we're definitely still thinking about. So <laughs> it's a concept. It's not a way. It's not locked in the vault. But it's still floating out there. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're almost done with fan questions. Just a couple more. Uh, okay, so this next question comes from underscore mwa underscore. Uh, this is actually Blaze's makeup artist, funny enough. <laughs> and here, uh, Emma, and here she asks, um, how does he come up with his catchphrases for each season? <laughs> Which is a fun one. A very fun one. Oh, my God. Um, Why don't you fire off a couple of your catchphrases? Okay, so, okay. Hey, y'all good? Y'all want another drink? Free water. It's all you yes. can drink. I'm thirsty. Okay. <laughs> So it's free water, all you can drink. Uh, y'all good? That was season one. Season two. <laughs> <laughs> what was season two? I can't even I remember. Ha- was, I, was it I Have Anxiety by any chance? Uh, no, see, that was season three. <laughs> Are you sure season three wasn't? I, I'm season, thinking of something else. Season three was like, I have anxiety. I am anxiety. Um. And then last season was, I'm a narwhal. <laughs> right enough. Uh, but yeah, the, these catchphrases come, I don't know. Oh, like there's just different ones too. Was uh, also, I did the banana. I did the banana. I did the banana. 
Um, it's just a little bit of everything. Like either I, I take it from something or I've heard it before or, and it just sticks or, oh no. Yeah. Oh no, no. What season was, uh, so there I was, was that season two? That was season two. I don't know. <laughs> that was season two. <laughs> it was season two. Right. <laughs> I do. I can't remember. That's been around for a lifetime now. It seems. Along with the uh, catchphrases, us three, we like to name the years. We give like a uh, slogan for each oh, year. Oh, that's a great point, Season. Matt. Yes, yeah, so uh, kind of fun. This is like some insider stuff, so maybe for you yeah. super fans out there. Um, our, for our 2017 season, our motto or our, like a uh, little slogan that we keep shouting and stuff like that was YOTB, Year of the Boys. Year you guys of the remember boys. that? Year of the I, Boys. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Then that was had, because uh, sorry. Year of the Boy sorry, no. Uh Year of the Boys was because like, you know, I had come back in two thousand sixteen and I got to meet like, you know, my friends and I'm like, yo, you guys are my boys, you know? So I was like, <laughs> yo, this is the year of the boys. You're gonna have fun. Yeah. Know? That was like right <laughs> around the time of uh, uh Saturdays are for the boys as well, when that was becoming really popular. <laughs> yeah. Slogans, uh. So then we had uh Let's see, 20, 2018. We had 2018, which was slide or die. Slide or die. I remember always saying that. And then uh, we had 2019, which was showtime. Showtime. It's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> and that co- corresponded with our first official show at yes. the park. And which is really yeah, funny because uh, you mentioned that the year before was slide or die. Uh, the reason that's so great is because we would say it all the time to be funny, and it kind of became a catchphrase of our slider team for sliders of the night. And we were saying it so often that the creative director, Mark Wing, who was also technically our stage manager for the show, was hearing us saying it constantly during practices that he actually went to go spray paint the bus that's in that area. And he himself did not only did that really cool clown face on the bus, but he also put slider die on the bus for us because we kept saying it so much and he thought it was really funny and it just fit the theme of the slideshow because that broken down clown school bus is right right at the end of where the slideshow was so it was kind of like a, a little uh, trailer for the slideshow that was to come sliders of the night but that that was just so funny that our slogan from the year before 2018 became the 2019 slogan that was on the side of the bus and also the thing that yes. we would cheer every time we'd finish uh, a slideshow <laughs> which is so funny Slide or die. Slide or die. Slide. <laughs> I was kind of pissed because I was like, dude, that was so last year, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great, dude. It's like such an, uh, om- a good homage, you know? Oh, yeah. man. Um, Moi also asked, uh, she wanted to say, what do you think of your makeup artist? <laughs> She's great. I love her work, but... Oh. Uh, if I have to say, if I have to put something, no, that, that was the thing. I was like, Hey, love your work. Love what you do. But <laughs> could you yeah, add no. like some, uh, some glow paint? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> she hated that. <laughs> she is a no, very no, no. talented makeup artist, very it's, talented. It's... And I'm forced to say that. No, I, no, I love her. She's great. Um, <laughs> it's. For me, it, it's kind of hard because you know my very my first two years um, that I ha- I ha- when I came back I had Brenda, 
and you know we were like a team like she she was like my makeup mom you know like i you know she took care of me i took care of her you know mm-hmm. um it's just that bond you know and then once yeah. Brenda know, was she, so sweet i i man that lady she's so you know even too sometimes we'll catch up and we'll we'll go to lunch or something and uh you know she's really really talented and it was you know tough for me to like kind of look for somebody else or you know like yeah you know it's like who like nobody's ever gonna replace her but luckily like you know emma she's you know she's so talented in what she does and you know she's great you know i have no complaints like yeah she she makes me look the way i i want to you know yeah, there, and that's the hard thing too, is right. that you know, because I I've had numerous different makeup artists over the years, and they're they're all just so talented, and the pool of talent that they get for the event is just so um, so incredible, really, because just there there's a lot of talent that goes on behind the scenes. So, and uh, I am also under oath to say that Emma is a great makeup artist. Uh, she is the best, and I have to say that because her and I are dating, so that's fun. <laughs> so shout out to you. <laughs> Jokes on you because I'm actually paying her to date you. Oh, oh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> tough break. Oh, oh sorry, surprise. Oh, I'm gonna write that in my journal. <laughs> <laughs> Diary, awesome. All right, this is our last fan question here. Comes from another friend of ours. It comes from Killis the Clown. Oh, Killis oh, the Clown. Killis. Yeah, he is a Queen Mary slider for anybody listening. Queen Mary slider, um, a very talented one at that. And he also likes a party. Funny enough. Kills the but here he says, when do I get to be on the podcast? LOL. He's calling. He's reaching out. He wants to know. Next question. Okay, next question. Uh, another Queen <laughs> no, Mary dude, slider. Yeah, I'm definitely. just kidding. <laughs> definitely no, dude. Like, the, I, like I said, like, I love listening to the stories. Um, you know, everybody has their own story, how they became part of the haunt community, as I like to say. But, you know, I I enjoy listening to people's stories. And, you know, with human nature, I don't know if this is true or not, but, like, people love to talk about themselves. And totally. um, I, I enjoy listening because, like, this is really a passion of mine of, like, scaring and anything scary. So to hear people's story of how they got into the industry is always really interesting to me. So I, I would love to talk to anybody that has a story and, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, Blaze, you and I have been talking. There's there's a lot of people who have already been reaching out to uh, uh, us to be on the podcast, to be on your podcast. Um, for anybody listening, if you want to be a part of the podcast, reach out to Blaze and let them know you're interested. Um, we have a lot of people lined up. Um, so we can't get to everybody all the time, but definitely read, keep reaching out because a lot of people want to tell their stories and we love talking and hearing stories. So yeah, this is only season one too. So like, Heck yeah, it's, there you go. it's, we got until I'm tired of this, yep. which I doubt, um, you signed I'm him for keep... a 10 year contract. So <laughs> serious radio, if you're listening, <laughs> XM, uh, X... <laughs> the fancy radio. <laughs> All right, so all right, guys. So that concludes our fan questions. Um, we are going to get into my most exciting and anticipated part of this whole podcast, which is the speed round. But before we do that, we got to finish 
off the giveaway that we have been going through this whole time. He has given you guys two words of a three-word phrase. If you haven't guessed it by now, it was actually a part of one of the questions he just answered. Funny enough. I don't know if you were thinking that too when you heard it. But go ahead and why don't you finish off that phrase, guys. This is for Dat Dude Blaze's giveaway for his shirts coming up, guys. Here we go. Part three is Narwhal. So if you've been listening, the first part was I'm. Second part was A. Third part is Narwhal. And that was one of my catchphrases this last season. So I'm a Narwhal. Is the phrase. Narwhals are these beautiful underwater creatures <laughs> that have these massive horns coming out from their foreheads. And he would say that because his hair protruded so far out of this man's <laughs> head. I'm talking like his wig hair was, you know, two two to three feet high. Okay, like, we, we gotta we gotta talk about that because the okay. <laughs> this wig was a I look I had a cone for, like everybody else had like a regular wig. It was Tweak had a regular wig. Pink and blue had a regular wig. And then there's me with like a cone head. Like, dude, come <laughs> on. <laughs> and people were like, no, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. Like, it was cool for a second. But like, I wish I would have looked like normal like you guys, you know? So I had like by the end of this, by the middle of the season, it was probably like by week three, I had to like glue that thing down <laughs> but i was going around saying i'm a narwhal and like i went up to like mark and i'd be like i'm a narwhal i would stab him with like my my horn that i had Speared on my way. little narwhal horn <laughs> but it was so funny because people would like f- they they actually had like um stuffed narwhals at like some of the games that you like you would win some of the prizes that you would win would be like a narwhal and like yeah. uh <laughs> I had people like walking around in the makeup room like, I'm a narwhal. <laughs> I, I remember, funny enough, I remember at one of our dress rehearsals watching you. Um, we had the limbo bar for the one of the dress rehearsals for the slider show. You had the limbo bar at its lowest setting and you were testing out whether or not <laughs> you could get underneath it. And I remember just laughing so hard watching you like seeing if your hair was going to fit. You're coming in like a like an arrow, like a bow and arrow, like a I dart, was... a blow dart coming in here. Like... <laughs> I was trying so hard to get out of that. I was like, hey, like, no, it's not going to fit under this bar. Like, can we glue it down? Or like, they're like, no, no, we tested. It's going to be fine. I'm like, fine. All right. <laughs> we tested it. <laughs> Oh man! So for anyone listening still, thank you for sticking through it with this podcast. The code word is I'm a narwhal, more like code phrase, I should say. I'm a narwhal. Go ahead and message that to DatDudeBlaze on Instagram. Again, that is DatDudeBlaze on Instagram. Message him. He will enter your name into his contest to win one of his four shirts that he is giving away for his giveaway. Awesome. And and that's going to be a lot of fun too because like you get to pick – which shirt you want and you know like in previous contests i would give you one but like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna let you guys pick ah the spirit of democracy yes (laughs) (laughs) all right all right well that brings us into our final section the speed round all right all right speed round time time. we have this very well thought out speed round section all right here's how it's gonna go uh, Nate and I are going to go back and forth. We're going to fire off the questions rapid fire style. All right. 
It's up to you to answer questions in less than three and a half seconds. I'm scared. Or else the whole podcast is over, and you have to give merch to everyone who asked a fan question. <laughs> exactly. Here is the other catch. If you can finish these questions in under five minutes, Matt and I are going to give you a special prize, which we will reveal to you after the podcast is over. I'm nervous. I don't I don't know. Like, <laughs> Dude, you guys' face is I mean, scaring me. <laughs> these questions are pretty silly. Just get ready. I mean, They're you're, silly. Gonna, you're not going to have a very long time. Dude, oh, wait, so I can't, I can't phone a friend and there's no like 50-50 or ask the audience? No. Mm, no okay. No. Uh, if no you take more than three seconds, you know, not the end of the world, just remember the podcast is ruined. So, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so uh, I have my timer out here ready. I'm showing you guys on the podcast right now. Yep, yep. Timer's ready. All right. And we are going to start this. Blaze, are you ready? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, who do you want to ask first, Matt? Do you want me to ask first? Yeah, I'll start it out. Here we go. All right, here we Starting go. Five, five, countdown. Four. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Wait okay. for it. Time out, time just, out. Just, just kidding, go. Okay, 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 here we go. <laughs> the first podcast speed round starts in five, four, three, two, one. It's late at night. You've just worked hard at Fright Fest. You're at Denny's. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Uh, Blaze, what's your favorite color? Green. Neon green. You have to choose one Fright Fest character to survive a zombie apocalypse with. Who will you choose? Uh, only one? Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Toot the Clown. Quick! Toot the Clown. Um, Blaze, make your best jack-o'-lantern face. Go. <laughs> That looks great. I know everyone can't see it, but that was for me. Thank you. Are you more of a Frankenstein or a Wolfman? Uh, Frankenstein. Great. Hey, go ahead and say any word. Just any word. Go. Not a wall. You have to wear a tutu for an entire season or slide with only one glove. Which one do you choose? Tutu. <laughs> Question. How many push-ups can you do in one sitting? Uh, 25. Are ghosts real? Yes. Make a ghost noise now. Boo. <laughs> Scare people's babies? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> Who was your favorite wise brother? Myself. Oh. Air cannon or penny whistle? Uh, air cannon. Um, question. Was Tweak sliding? <laughs> yes, Tweak was definitely sliding. <laughs> You're performing an exorcism. Do you reach for the holy water or the crucifix? The holy water. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what was the name of our opening ceremony at Fright Fest? Which a surge? Uh, the uh, this last year? Yeah, oh last gosh. last two years. Unleashed. Four, three. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nice. What's scarier, little kids or pollution? <laughs> little kids. <laughs> Question, what's your real name? <laughs> uh, Dat Dude. Uh, Dat Dude Blaze is now a featured Build-A-Bear. How many do you buy? <laughs> I'm sold out. Nice. Seven plus four, what's the answer? Uh, Thirteen, yeah, I don't know. Math is math. Do you shower fully dressed? No. <laughs> 
What's next for Blaze? Unicycle on fire or dolphin trainer? <laughs> Unicycle on fire. Uh, beep, had this... beep, 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 beep. Uh, I think that just about does it for our first ever speed round. Yes. He has one more question. You have. I'm going to let you know. You made the time. You made it in time. You have to get this next question right. And this question is as follows. Have you ever seen two pretty best friends before? <laughs> no. Congratulations. You have just won. Yes, you have just won the first ever That Dude Blaze podcast speed round. Speed round. Dude, I like love to- that. Do you want to know what your uh, your prize was? Yes. Okay, so Matt and I are going to go ahead and give the podcast back to you. <laughs> Dude, yes. Thank you so much, <laughs> yeah, guys. Surprise. Congratulations. You just won the podcast back. So. Oh, man. Yeah. So honored. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're I'm welcome. glad to have won it back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that was fun. We got to do that for more people. Dude, yes. <laughs> even if we're not on a podcast, if you could just set up a time with us to um, come in and just do a speed round, that would be a fun segment. <laughs> definitely <laughs> dude so dude i love that that was really good <laughs> was there more uh that was all my questions i asked all my yeah, that was uh that was all of them i mean we just kind of came was, up yeah. to the top of our head as we were having this podcast yeah like every time you were talking <laughs> i was just writing a couple down so <laughs> <laughs> no way yeah way dude <laughs> dumbass that's, that's going in the blooper reel all right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Matt and I had a blast with our podcast yes. takeover. Yes. Uh, we... Definitely fun flipping the roles, asking Blaze a couple of questions. The speed round, definitely the real winner here was the speed round. And for everybody listening, I hope you guys got to hear some fun answers today and got your answers <laughs> questions for everybody that participated. Thank you so much. Remember, guys, the secret code word, go ahead and message that phrase to Blaze for his giveaway. Uh, and we will definitely be back on eventually for more podcast fun. Anything else you want to say, Blaze? Dude, that I'm I still have anxiety from that speed round. <laughs> <laughs> He's visibly sweating. I wish Dude. I would have taken a screenshot of the jack o' lantern face you made. I really wish I could post that. <laughs> I'll I'll take a picture of it. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I just want to make Dude, that my computer like... background. My butt cheeks were like clenched that whole time. Like you guys asking me questions, I was like, uh, "Am I gonna make it?" Rapid fire. You did pretty good. You <laughs> held your own. Yeah, you, you finished in two minutes and forty-five seconds. That's pretty good. That's nice. Record. I mean, it was a speed run. It only gave you three seconds to answer. So I set the record for two minutes and forty-five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Blaze. That was a lot of fun. That Dude, thank awesome. you guys for having me on, man. Like, I'm I'm so excited to be part of this. Uh, yeah, you guys are great. Thank, yeah. Thanks for entertaining me throughout my work days, and I can't wait to listen to this again. Absolutely, yeah. You're you're so welcome. Uh, this podcast was totally totally our idea, and um, you're very <laughs> welcome uh, for us letting you on. Yeah, so Just honored. Kidding. Thank but... you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> But in reality, thanks so much, Blaze, for having us back on your podcast. Again, this was a blast. We really enjoyed it. It was a ton of fun, and we are looking forward to hearing more episodes from you soon. Awesome. Hey, guys, don't forget, uh, I do have a store up. Uh, go ahead and check out my merch. You know, I got the demon up there. I got the clown up there. 
just take a look, you know. It, it means a lot to me. I appreciate the love and support, you know. You guys keep me doing what I'm doing. So I'm having fun doing this. And to hear you guys enjoy this, uh, you know, that's just the cherry on top of the, the ice cream, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, seriously. Please, everybody, share this podcast. Spread the word. We want to get everyone listening in on these uh, fun times because we have so much fun making them. Seriously, it's been a... Uh, truly a blessing just having something fun to talk about and just to reminisce on all our old times at Haunt, um, seeing how this year has been so weird and we've been not able to do it. Um, so please like and share this, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, that being said, let's roll those credits. Exile Bros out. <laughs> Exile Bros out. <laughs> DDB out. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you guys. I'm back. <laughs> All right, just this, this audio right here. Yeah. One, one, one two, three. The end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We do. All right, all right. One. You got to start right on three. Okay. One. one, two, three. The end. Hey, you're not starting. Right? I started, you started late. No, I didn't. I was dragging. All right, ready? One, one, two, three, go. And then one, two, three, go. The Exile Bros. Aw, yeah! <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. Right. Let's try it, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, go. The Exile You were saying, saying go. If you're saying go, you might as well add in that four, because it's basically another second. That was your idea! Alright. <laughs> okay, here we go. Alright. One, two, so, three, go. We're gonna go just one, two, three, the next word after three is the Exile Bros. Okay, you got it. Word, but yeah, I'm ready. All right. One, two, three. The Exile Bros. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Did we get it, Blaze? Did we get it? <laughs> yeah, you got it. Oh, I think man. that was a winner. That was a winner. Oh. I'm like crying. Dude, you're making you're making Blaze cry through his airsoft BB glasses. Wow, way to be professional, am I right? <laughs>